The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. This is the morning sickness and off and going uh, for another perfect June day for another couple days. Then it gets hot again. But Jesus, what a perfect June. I've lived here for a long, 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 long time. I don't think I've ever seen it this nice in June before. It's, It's amazing. The mornings are great. I think everyone in this city said, wow, this is unbelievable yesterday. Yeah. Oh, everybody was wandering around looking at each other like, what do we do? What, what do we, how are we going to pay for this? That's what I always think a nice June, nice July is how are we going to pay for this? And it's usually 100 degree Thanksgiving. But whatever, I'll take it. It's perfect outside. Uh, first question is, uh, after looking at all the emails, how are you doing, Brady? Good. Good. Everything's yeah, the outpouring in. of uh, support and love. T's and P's. Yeah, got a lot of T's and P's. Was... Uh, just like you said, nice. I know you've gone through it with uh, dogs and oh, yeah. with your mom. Yeah. It is. We have a cool crew. We do. Uh, crew yeah, we do. ghouls. Yep. We're in this together. We are we, as we used to say years and years ago. Uh, it's uh, very true. And it kind of, I got a lot of them. People asking me, I don't know Brady's email. How is he? And I just got tired of it. So I started texting back. He hung himself. I, I don't <laughs> need this crap. I mean, what do I, I got? I got, I got things I got to take care of. You're not going to take the time to learn the man's email. B Bogan at 98kupd.com. And, if, you know, Brady will get tired of it eventually, too. But it's very nice of all of you. It is. It really is. a. If the outpouring to me on behalf of you is uh, any indication, you know, you're getting swamped, which is, you know, no fun. If you don't know, Brady lost his father over the weekend. So it was a, you know, meh kind of thing and uh, kind of followed him around for a few days. But he's handling it beautifully. Wish I could remember the uh, guy's name. I'll have to double check. But he always says, look, uh, you know, send my... Condolences out to you and your family. Right. Go blue. <laughs> and he gives you a little rip on you. Yeah. But uh, typical. Just another guy. Typical of an Ann Arbor yeah, prick. Very funny. Yeah, it's what you would do, though. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd send him a picture of Brutus, the Buckeye. At least this guy's still here to see the next game. <laughs> you know, one of those two. <laughs> yeah, those Ohio State Michigan rivalry people are evil. Uh, well, that's good. Good. And uh, again, uh, the listeners are too cool. So uh, thanks and. Uh, Brady's words. Um, I, I'm I, last night. I was watching the the Heat and the Nuggets. It was just a you know a really good game. Actually, as a, the referees just might as well take the night off. There's 
I don't know what was going on in that third and fourth quarter. We're just allowed to do anything you want, and then giant review of a play that was so clearly not a foul. It became a foul, and it was it was weird. Like it was. Uh, I'm going to contact Mark Davis. Yeah, you that. played golf with Mark Davis. He was the one on the call, and it just didn't make any sense. And it felt like, oh, the fix is in. Like this close game, they're going to keep Miami around. And he started to wonder, like, how in the world do you review that play? And then, of course, Denver walks away with the win and everything else. And kind of knew that was going to happen, little gentleman sweep. But what I didn't know would happen uh, was that we would see Nikola Djokic's family as much as we did. He's got a six foot ten inch brother that might weigh four hundred and fifty pounds that lifted him off the ground like he was a feather. I saw Gra- that? Grab yeah. Nikola and just picked him up and started to bounce around like a baby. Then a giant uh, infant appeared on my the screen. Joker baby. The Joker baby. The, and, the, and the woman that gave birth to the Joker baby was not was not big, but the Joker baby showed up, and they're going to make another one. This thing, I'm like, well, that's a that's a four-foot infant. You can tell it's still a baby. Joker put his hat on it, and it bobbed around its head, and it didn't have any brains yet, so it was trying to figure out how to get the hat off its eyes. And Held strong the whole time. I thought for sure it'd be crying oh, like crazy. No, Serbian babies don't cry. Yeah, they don't. They fight. And, uh... They have no emotions, evidently, because Joker won the MVP, zero emotions. That's, you know, a detriment to his future is uh, trying to sell the guy. But this giant baby was on there. And then they said, oh, look at this baby. She is really. And was, she, the thing is already the size of most fourth grade boys. It's going to be the biggest girl in the history of babies. It reminded me of the early 90s. And I asked you guys online of when the uh, the giant Baby craze, remember the that? Super babies. Super babies were a thing. In the, and and I, there's no hint of them. Because it got me thinking last night. I said, what happened to the super babies of the 90s? You couldn't, in the early 90s, you could not open a magazine. You couldn't turn on Maury Povich in the early days without him going, today's show, super babies. The, and it was these babies that were 34 pounds in like two months. And they were fat and they were humongous. And the best I could figure was... As I tried to find them, like what happened to Super Babies? Like what happened to Maury Povich's Super Babies? What happened to uh, Weekly World News Super Babies? Um, the best I could figure is it became sort of normal. <laughs> we That's just, what I'm wondering. We lost interest in fat babies because we all got so fat and then the babies got fat too. And it wasn't uncommon to have like a 28, 30 pound, one month old that would... Remember when they'd sit him on the stage and Maury and they looked like just six-year-olds and they're like this thing's four months old and it's in a diaper and it's doing baby stuff and then the saturday night live sketch where chris farley was a one of the super babies and it was very funny they don't uh there's no follow-up on super babies i think we've got a new one in joker but it makes sense when a seven foot one inch man who's got a little bit of a uh you know i guess his thyroid is it works a little hard because he's he's supposed to be a fat guy but basketball keeps him doughy at best you know you see a seven foot guy and a giant baby. That does that makes sense. But where are the super babies of the early nineties? And were we bamboozled? Were they real? He's keeping it old school. Yeah, he's going <laughs> old nineties, old nineties fat babies. I, from I, what I'm seeing, is like in twenty twenty two, seems to be sixteen pounds. Yeah, yeah, but there's a, well, here's one of twenty three pounds. Okay, I, I know, I know the, we uh, have fat babies. Yeah, what but uh, happened a, to the nineteen nineties babies? Where are they now? Yes, but there's no follow-up. Sixty-three pounder. Yeah, there was one that was working the circuit. Like he was on the cover of People. He's on Maury. 
And he was kind of the one that opened her eyes to the end. And a bunch of moms came out here. You think, that's a big fat baby. Mine's 54 pounds. He's been three weeks out of the, out of the box. And then, and then they started having, like, shows where they put them all in a room and they'd make the super babies play. And But now there's, like, no super baby follow-up. My thought is it might, it might be too depressing, the super babies, is that they all had massive coronaries at, like, age five and croaked, and nobody wants to know that. But I, you, there's no, you can Google all day, Brady. I've been doing it since last night. You, you will not find, find Super Baby follow up. Where is the 63 pound baby now? <laughs> right. I, I went through all of it. I used Maury Povich. I, I tried much. to use Russian like translations. Dead. They're all dead. That's all I could figure. That the the sadness of the Super Baby follow up is because if anything, shouldn't Maury want to do it? It's been 30 years. He was the somewhat of the, the catalyst of Super Babies. Jerry Springer had him on. Should be a Netflix documentary. It, sh- it should be an absolute show of some sort that says Super Babies. Where are they? Thirty years later, dead. They all died in their early teens at five thousand pounds. Although, maybe without saying something, the whole six hundred pound life, thousand pound sister. You know that show where that weird little Iranian doctor sucks fat out of people. Maybe that's all Super Babies. And what happens to them is they do become like 800-pound people. And maybe Ralphie May was one of them. He was our age, though. We would have known that. We would have found out that Ralphie was a super baby at one point. I was a super baby. You remember? I was a Maybe uh, Gary Payton's girlfriend from 600-pound sisters is one of them. It's got to be one of them. That Maybe that's what happened to the super babies is they got grotesquely obese to a point where we just started the TLC network following them around going, but God, it would just be so great to see if any of them shed the weight and became something. Or like if you're watching a football game, you know, he's a new fullback for the Carolina Panthers. You know, interesting story. He was on Maury Povich as a, as a four-week-old. He was 83 pounds. And now he's a professional athlete. You don't see anything. You don't hear any successes or failures of the early 90s Super Babies. Those big, fat pig babies were rolling around on that stage, and everybody acted like, oh, this. I don't know if it's cute or sad. And there's a name for it. I found it last night. It's... uh. Uh, damn it, macro something or other. Uh, damn it, I wrote it down. Yeah, it's like some, uh, oh, I can't find it. Uh, macro whatever, whatever. And it's any baby born that's over eight and three quarters pounds. I'm one because I was almost a 10 pounder. If I, I was like right at 10 pounds. So macro something, something. So if you're over eight pounds, but these babies were like born at 13. There was a baby uh, born at uh 16 pounds in Russia last year. That's a pretty good-sized baby. That mother is dead. She's like a joke cigar down there now. That thing <laughs> just exploded. I just Googled heaviest baby ever born, and, and it was 1878. This is the first one that pulled up. 23 no. pounds, 9 ounces. <laughs> I'm not a beast have i got to say, though, I'm not really trusting <laughs> whatever sort of OBGYN scale they were working down there in the 1870s that... Might have been off a pound or two. Might have still had a horse hoof on it. 23-pound baby. And how, how dead was... Well, again, back in the 1870s, moms died like crazy during childbirth. So, you know, maybe they just let that thing splitter in half and said, ah, it's cost-making babies. But 23-pound baby is three full babies at once. That's almost four full babies at once. But Joker's baby... When they said that thing was a girl, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was horrifying. Two-year-old, four-foot-tall. They had they had gaggles of them. 
But anyway, that was, yeah, Joker's baby. And Joker held it, too, and it looked like a baby in Joker's arms. Then you got to realize Nicola is seven foot one, like 290. This the baby in his arms that looks normal in your arms is, is you're just holding Brady. You're just hanging on to Brady for a few seconds, about 5'6", 285. You don't suppose we got too woke to make fun of fat babies, do you? Maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one said, Vincent has emailed in and said, I know what happened to one of the super babies. One of the boys grew up, had a pretty successful life, however, was recently arrested in Russia for drug possession. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we moved on to different freaks, I suppose. He's saying it's Brittany Griner as a super baby. They never had tall, athletic ones. <laughs> Girl or boy. Anyway, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, and uh, watch out for them to do this all over again next year because they're pretty much bringing everybody. I was going to say, they locked down for next season for the most part. Yeah, they, are, they are young. They are, they are signed. Uh, and health, health is the only thing that's held them back. They, they, probably, they probably have one prior to this in the last couple of years had they stayed healthy. So that's a scary good team and boring. A boring, scary good team. They are. They're a drag to watch. That, that fourth quarter, though, you just can't beat them. It, it was like it was like that that last. I guess the second half actually was almost like watching nineties basketball again. The refs were letting them go. Oh, they didn't man. blow you know, a whistle yeah. for anything. And when they did, it's like that's a foul. Like right. you're finally, like finally. I mean, they're you never had a ticky tack moment no. where they, they they let those dudes play. And Jimmy Jordan at the tail end tried yeah. to score all of them. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy buckets <laughs> almost did it, and then. Just threw up the dumbest pass and the worst shot in the last. He doesn't have his dad's genes there with the finishing moves because channeled his inner Chris Weber. He, uh, yeah, he. If he's really Michael Jordan's kid, Jimmy Buckets, then uh, it was not on display in the last minute. He's. It's not. It didn't. It didn't uh, come out. Meanwhile, Michael sitting there goes, "He told you, ain't yeah. mine. That isn't mine. I wouldn't do that. There's no way. <laughs> I would never pass those genes on." Uh, he passes terrible. My genes were never passed to him. So, yeah, it was a pretty remarkable uh, little run there for the Nuggets. Basketball season is already over. If you think about it, it's been going on since the first week of October. It's a long season. Could have been the Suns, man. No, it couldn't have because they, they had a chance, Brady. They were in it. They, they couldn't have. And any Suns fan that says, oh, could have been, should have. Nope, nope. Denver beat you. You had your chance. And again... The argument back in, the Nuggets lost four games in the entire playoffs, two of them to the Suns. And the Suns, just because of the way they lost their last game, are cleaning house. New coaches, new this, new that, new attitude, going to have a new roster outside of two guys for sure. Uh, and there's an argument to be made. You gave them their best run. You gave by far the what turned out to be the best team in basketball a good run. You just got shellacked by him in that last game when you had a couple pretty good-sized injuries going. I hope DeAndre was watching the game yesterday and seeing how the, how people actually rebound and no. play defense and he, stuff. I, I mean, I guarantee you there was one point on NBA TV where, uh, I forget who said it, said, man, I hope big men are watching because that's how a big man's supposed to play the game. On the pick and roll, you go one-on-one and you, yeah. you beat down this little guy that's, that, that has transferred to you in the switch. And you make them pay for switching a small guy and a big guy. And he goes, and he looks at the thing and he goes, a lot of you guys out there don't play that way. A lot of bigs don't play that way. And you've got to dominate. And I just thought dominating took his gaming headphones off and said, they talking about dominating. They talking about dominating. (laughs) That's right. You missed the message again. DeAndre. 
Anyway, future Detroit Piston, in my opinion, DeAndre. That's my hope. Anyway, basketball's gone. And don't look now. Everybody's got their you know hopes pinned to the Suns bringing a championship to the city. The Diamondbacks team is crushing. Did it again last night. Played another good game. And uh, and watch. Did they blow it in the end? It was 9-7 to when I stopped watching. They were playing the Phillies, but... Now they won. They're in first place and uh, best record in the National League. Only, you know, a handful of people in the city know two or three players. You know Zach Gallen. You know this Corbin Carroll kid who's going to win Rookie of the Year, no question. Maybe maybe can rattle off a couple other players. Not too many. Christian Walker. I I can't. And I sheriff. Watch I watch the Sheriff. <laughs> the Sheriff. You got the Sheriff. <laughs> Longoria. You got, that's it. So... Diamondbacks might be the ones that sneak in there and make the make the city have parades. I don't know. Hard to argue at this point because they're buyers. They're going to go get themselves more players. Ah, sports. Keeps Trip, us busy. Trip's got to be losing his mind. They're four uh, ahead of the no. Dodgers. Well, the Dodgers are almost in a year off year, too. Yeah. They're kind of in that. Let's kind of figure it out. and We'll still be good, but we won't be dominant. Keep they're it, buyers, too. Keep they're it going after the, after the break. It's the key. The key is and what, what do you do? Stride. Do you go and get closers? Do you get a new starter? Do you, what are you, you going to get? They're hitting the ball. You almost don't want to mess with it. Right. It's working. Leave it. Yeah. Just go get a closer. That's all I think. That's the only move you really need to make. Diamondbacks are pretty darn good. Uh, It's a, yeah. Maybe the the giant babies will start showing up again at uh, all sporting events and we can start paying attention to that. Never saw one. I saw a giant baby at Tony Roma's one. And that was again in the early 90s when the giant, maybe there was some sort of fertility thing and. You know, people were taking those, and giant babies were all coming out instead of like multiple babies, and it stopped because, and then it just became a. Well, there Toledo, you go. Toledo found this. Toledo found something. Mm-hmm. The shows that were focused around families who were struggling to help their overweight children. This is twenty just years ask later. The creators of South Park, they know all about those shows. Anyway, on what? one of those episodes, we met a ten-month-old baby named Myvern, and she weighed Whoa. forty pounds. <laughs> 10 months, gonna, 40 pounds. That's as huge. much as Lizzo. five years. It is Lizzo today. See, sadly, today. my Vern's mother <laughs> well, now we got another one. was at odds with her own mother, Laverne. <laughs> we're, we're narrowing down all of Maury's, Maury's old babies. insisting on feeding my Vern adult food, like chicken wings and sardines. Can babies eat Ten chicken months. wings? They have Watch. teeth, right? Hey, you try to cut, cut out what she eats. Chicken wings? She tell me to leave her alone. I'm going to feed her anyway. This is my grandbaby. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm gonna do I her. keep her so much. You ain't got to feed her all month. Or let me see her 20 years later. she got to eat her mashed potatoes and her chicken wings. I've never seen a baby eat a chicken wing, but right now if you have an infant and some chicken wings, Andy, I would like to see that. At 10 months. How do they know how to work the bone? Well, God, that sounded really bad. I need to rephrase that. They're going bonus milk. I don't care. They didn't tell me that, so I'm going to keep on feeding them. They did. No, they told me, Mama. No one, no one told, told you you'd have a giant fat baby? Mama always told me the story, and I watched the tape. No, there she is. I don't remember being there physically, I but bet. I watched the show. Like, but she's eating oh, chicken for the Jimmy Dean sausages and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maury laid out the platter in <laughs> the baby's waking room. Oh, that's great. In 2018, I have a five-year-old daughter. Her name is Mackenzie. And I just she decided to be for day. Well, terrific. And, and tell me about your lifestyle. Is it healthier than... Than back in the days of chicken wings and, and sardines. That's racist, Maury. Maury. I'm still eating chicken wings. I'm oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Maury, I'm not going to follow I'm going to watch this whole episode. Yeah, Maury, <laughs> Maury asking, she's still eating a lot of chicken. 
I still eat my chicken, Marvy. See, there's yes. another one. Okay, there's there's multiple twenty year. No, oh, the, holy smokes! What's that baby? Michelin Man. The Andrea. That's Lizzo. Thirty pounds was already wearing toddler size clothes. At five months. Oh my God! She's a beauty, isn't she? Look no, at, look at that beast. No, she's not a beauty. She is. She is. Scary. You're right. She's the black Michelin baby. It's the first thing the public do. Oh my is see Lord! A big baby in a and what do they think? That they you're think automatically overfeeding. <laughs> it's eaten. It looks like Carmelo Anthony. Like that gotcha. Until it happened to me, and now I'm on the other side. Oh my God! All right. Wow. Let's see the follow-up. Nice job, Toledo. Hey, Maury. It's Princetta. She looks great. That's the mom. Oh, it is? Oh, you're right. Brady's right. Princetta was the mom. My infant daughter, DeAndrea. She was ex- right, I don't really remember being on the show, but my parents did have a VCR, and I remember watching it way long ago. Let's see her. Since then, oh, yeah. She's still, she's still thick. That's a big girl. Yeah. She looks the same. So let me ask you real quick. You guys still eating chicken? <laughs> still eating chicken? It's irrelevant, Mari, but Yes. <laughs> yes. I've turned him into Ed McMahon. I don't know why. And sardines. I'm going to be watching these today. Uh, well, because uh, you just put a, a bunch of... But look, kids have warnings on toys not to eat them. If you put something on the table, they're going to just push it in their mouth. But chicken wings are the most dangerous baby food I think I've ever heard of in my life. Why not just feed them some tr- fresh-caught trout? Yeah, you watch for the fine, baby bones. Fine bones. <laughs> Here, here's the three most dangerous things you can eat. Man. Chicken wings in a baby's hand. I want, we're going to Hooters, and it's going to be infant. That fish day. comes out like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you still eating fish whole and chicken and such? Boy, there's a bunch of fat kids on here. Is it Man. meet a four year old who's 115 pounds? That's I mean, that's awesome. All right, well, wow. Toledo did it. Good job, Richard. I searched high and low last night after Nikola Jokic's giant fat baby was on TV. And an understandably giant baby. Giants made this baby. When two giants get together and make a baby, or at least one giant, good possibility you're going to have a giant baby. Man, I those Maury shows, that got me through a lot of uh, night shifts at Tony Roma's when I had to work at night and I'd wake up at like 2 in the afternoon and pop the TV on. The first thing I saw was Maury and I'd just wake up chuckling. These giant fat babies just... And Maury, uh, Maury's been th- the most legendary passive-aggressive set in the history of television. Whatever the issue the person has, he's got a charcuterie of it backstage. <laughs> the baby was like, you feed, and he's admonishing, you feed your baby chicken wings and sausage patties. And then they show the baby backstage with just a table. On. Nothing, nothing, but just giant grand slam breakfast right. moons over my hammy. I mean, <laughs> right. They get the baby in a uh, handkerchief around its neck, just ready to slop. I can't believe anybody would do that. Let's see what your baby's up to now. Oh, my God, he's eating a whole bucket of KFC. Do you guys like KFC? We'll be right back. Horrible. Yeah, big the fat The producer's like, at least we garnished it with lettuce. It's sitting on lettuce. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We gave him. We gave you know, all the food groups were repped. It's got some eggnog in there for the dairy. And, yeah, all right. Well, good. We got. I got a little answer. I couldn't search any of it. I tried to find. I did reunions of fat babies, Maury Povich fat babies, and it just kept coming up nothing. I, I think there's some, some truth to the fact that. Uh, used to that volume now. I think we Kids are. Kids are four years old. Big fat oh, baby. Yeah, you can't shame them. a bigger anymore. kid. Remember, you, that used to be a good thing. You used to be able to look, your baby's way too fat. Doctors said that to my mom the day I was born. He's on a diet. He's too fat. Ten-pound babies are bad. Like, it's a bad thing. Monitored the heart and stuff like that. I was a fat baby. 
And they used to be able to tell you, your baby's too fat. you got a fat kid. He's not fat. It's just part of his makeup. All right. Part of his makeup is that he's fat. I feed him nothing but strength. Yeah, they do that with, people do that with their dogs. My buddy Mark's dogs are all big and fat. I don't know how they get so fat. And then you just watch them throwing like whole hams and things out the back door. And, like, well, <laughs> I think that Cheetos. might be the reason why. It's crazy. Anyway, if you've got a big fat baby, you know, I know body positivity is more important than health nowadays, but not a bad idea to get it on a on a quick diet. At least give it a a, a chance for crying out loud. Forty, what the forty four pounds at five months is what he said about the yeah, Princetta's daughter, <laughs> Princetta, <laughs> DeAndrea. DeAndrea was the baby, but yeah, Princetta which one was, was eating the mommy. chicken wings? All right, that's enough. <laughs> Hey, Maury asked I it. I did. I know, but I think we all know the answer to that. Was everyone? <laughs> it. Everyone was eating. Everyone was eating the chicken wings. There was an abundance of wings, and uh, the kids were not being. They were not wanting for wings. That's for sure. So she's still eating the chicken wings. <laughs> Maury, just, Maury just drops that anvil. <laughs> so it's the big fat baby of yours still crushing chicken wings and greens and such. What about fruit? Yeah, anything. <laughs> Which fruits are its favorite? I'm going to have a list. I've written down two answers and I've put it in my pocket. New answer. Favorite fruit. I'm going to pull my answer out like Karnak. <laughs> fruit roll-ups and <laughs> strawberry ice cream. <laughs> that is not what I wrote down. <laughs> strawberry ice cream is its favorite fruit. <laughs> ah, Giant babies. I was fascinated with them in the 90s. I forgot about them until Choker's Baby last night. and Toledo's done yeoman's work. Making sure that we found at least two. Maury did two follow-ups. I don't know if he could do a follow-up now. Because if they were huge still, he couldn't say so. He'd be like, good for you. Like, that's what you say to somebody who's fat now. Good for you. He couldn't ask him about chicken wings again? No. <laughs> Looks like you're still crushing the wings. Good for you. <laughs> you can't say that anymore because of Lizzo. Lizzo changed everything. You can't, uh, you, you can't look at a big person and say, as a doctor, I'm sure they go in and go, wow, congratulations. You've lost 30 or gained 37 pounds since your last visit. Good for you. You're going to be an influencer. I saw an influencer on TV yesterday uh, bitching about airlines charging double for two seats when you hang over. And you, know what she, you know what she does for a living? She's a, uh, a plus-size travel influencer. Nice. Uh, she tells, that? Well, and you know what? Kudos to this idea because there's a lot of them out there. She's talking to a big market. I mean that quite literally. <laughs> how she cuts corners. And, yeah, how yeah. to travel where it's good for fat. Like going where the fat's friendly, you know. Yeah, don't fly this, on my flight. Yeah, right. Just stay off of Brett's flight. Has the best snacks. <laughs> Essentially, it was how to avoid Brett Vesley <laughs> when you're vacationing. Move your fat ass out of my seat. I swear <laughs> to God. If you take that middle seat, so help me. One more chunk of you touches me. So she's sitting in her seat, and her big argument was, "I don't. It's not fair that a small person and I have to pay the same, or have to would have to pay different prices for the same experience." So she's considering the flight from, you know, Phoenix to Dallas as an experience everyone goes through the same. But unless you sat next to her, I mean, that would be a horrible experience. So. I mean, it seems like such a simple rule, and I'm on the airline side of if you take up two seats, you pay for two seats. But she wants uh, essentially bariatric seating. She wants a couple of big couches back there for the big ones, and she wants it to be the same price because everybody's going the same direction. And I argue back, well, then first class is stupid to you because that's, that is 
what you're asking for. You're just not willing to pay the fee. What you want is a freebie and coach to have first-class seats so you can blob out. If you want to go in the big chairs, you got to be pretty fat to blob over a first-class seat. You're going to be huge, actually. Yeah. Right? So I, they, they already offered gigantic amazing seats. Amazing that it happens. Right. But they, airlines, most of them, not Southwest, but a lot of airlines she's talking about, offer big gal seating, as they call it now. And uh, you just have to pay a little extra. I pay extra for first class so I don't get stuck. I very rarely travel in threes. You got it made. You got a family. You can take up a whole aisle. That actually makes things better. Yeah. You know who's in every seat. I, I usually travel in only twos. And, and you there's get that, that mystery that guest. That mystery guest. There's going to be a mystery guest. And they fill all the planes now. And I don't want the mystery guest to come, you know, blanking over there, popping zits, spitting and loogies. And the two of you, um, you know, Megan's okay with taking the middle? She's got no choice. Yeah. I'm a window guy. I like windows. Or aisles. Aisles are fine, too. But I prefer the window. Uh, but, yeah, I have no issue with that just because I know who's sitting next to me. When I fly alone... I uh, I take the aisle because you can lean away from the. the I'm the, I'm usually the mystery guest if I fly alone. Yeah, but I fly JSX most of the time, and they have a row of ones, and that is the best for isolationists like me. That one, that the entire side of the plane is just one seat per aisle, and I love that side of the plane. So nice, but yeah, if you're getting you know you're doubled down, but she is a. It's a great thing though. So she does a bunch of uh, travel blogs for. When you're gigantic and what cities are like, because I can't imagine going to Europe and stuff where they got those little tiny cabs and you know tiny little rooms, and you don't realize how little all that old stuff is. If you're going back to Rome and the hotel rooms are the, they're like seven by nine. The bed is all you get. And, and they're it, finally coming around to the um, uh, showers because they're bit, yeah. it's mostly tubs, and you'd have the hand wand yeah. on some of those, but now they're starting to get a. I, I, I don't know. I've not seen that. But I know for a fact that it was always uncomfortable. Like the bathroom. I watch those International House Hunter shows. It's all practical. Everything's tiny. Like the kitchen's real little. The bathrooms are a sink, a toilet, and a shower. And uh, us Americans, we'd barely fit in that. But especially them giant babies all grows up. But I, she's probably making a killing. Because to be a plus-size travel influencer, and she quit her job so she could... Fat fly all over the place and tell you how bad things can get for her. But they showed a picture of her, and she is two seats on an American thing. And she goes, and the average width of an airline seat is 17 and a half inches. I think it's the same one I saw her uh, most recently. There's a post of her getting down the aisle. Oh, it's just got to be a disaster if she's late. If she's like what you pulled the other day, Brett, when you were flying yeah. and you were the last one on the plane, that thing just... Taking glasses off, sideways hats, for sure. Knocking down mailboxes. Got brought in the car. <laughs> brought in the car. <laughs> and then you just see that coming, and you're, you're a plane of 142 souls, and you're looking around, going, "Hey, is this her? We're the only. Aisle. Yeah, I think that is her. We're the only aisle that doesn't have a full aisle. Oh. I think that's her. Oh. And then you see that coming down, realizing you're the only open seat in the entire plane, and she comes rolling at you. Oh, that's her? No, I don't think that's oh, her. Oh, I was going to say, she needs a C-130, not a 727. <laughs> no way. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> After a while, that all looks the same to me. <laughs> uh, gigantic women in thongs uh, all look the same to me. I can't differentiate faces. No, she's she's. I, I didn't see any pictures of her on the beach in a thong like you showed me. Thanks. 
But I did see uh, like a lot of her travel stuff, and like she went to play like places that have big beds. And it was it was probably useful if you're over four hundred pounds. But and the deal is, she's like she wants the airlines to you know change everything for her it's in like, Asia. No. no no shot of getting in those little hostel no. beds that you nope. rent. You're not going there. And why do the airlines have to change? Because America's getting bigger. Yeah, well, we're still packing in there. And I, I'm only mad when the airlines don't charge double for somebody that's clearly moved over. If you're, They used to do it for the, the flight attendants when we used to call them stewardesses. You had to walk down the aisle of the plane straight, no sideways walking. And if your hips banged into the side, you had to take a few days off and uh, work on that. I, my friend worked for Southwest Airlines. And he's like, it's weird. Like, when you walk down the aisle, you have to walk straight down. No spinning, no sideways. This is like early 90s, mid-90s. And uh, it's like, yeah, you, you can't go side to side. You have to go straight. And if, you, if your hips are banging into people, you can't, you can't be attended. That was one of the tests. standard to get hip checked. Oh, I'm getting yeah. crushed. You, the, JSX, by the way, has stunning human beings as there. One of the girls was a model. Well, we were clapping for her and stuff when she'd bring drinks. She was amazing. Oh, oh look at her go. You just heard ding, 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 ding. People just requesting. I was just curious. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Oh, that's not the type of questions I answer, sir. I'm just asking. And she does it on roller skates, which oh, is amazing she in was, the air. She was mind-numbing. Sonic? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in a bikini. It's amazing. That's how I saw her, at least. It was. She was hot. And then, and she was so hot that when I brought her up after my my JSX flight, I'm like the, the steward. I wasn't want to call them waitresses. The flight attendant was just magnificently pretty girl. And the guy's like, I don't know who that is. And he fired over pictures of her immediately, and it was her. She's won all sorts of awards for being the hottest JSX employee ever. <laughs> like, wow, that's she pretty what a, what, a, what a cool uh, gift they give the JSX employees. Congrats. For smoking hot one. The last JSX flight I was on. The stewardess was on her last flight. She's not going to be a stewardess anymore. And uh, she was beautiful, too. And she was all done. And then the place gave her a big round of applause. And I don't think JSX can have gigantic flight attendants because the plane's so little they'd look, that you'd look twice as big. Crazy. Anyway, giant babies. Congratulations to the Nuggets and that gigantic nugget that fell out of Nikola Joker's wife. What a big kid. And if you had one of those 90s fat babies, or you were one of those 90s fat babies, you know, you could have been. Uh, I'd love to see you today. And I got one question for you. You still eating that chicken? <laughs> Maury's follow-up. <laughs> 20 years later, that's all he wants to know. Great, great. You got a job? Good. You still pounding chicken like there's no tomorrow? You know it, Maury. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! <laughs> out of control now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. We got ourselves 
another chance for you to win the uh, one more or no two more today and tomorrow. Two more chances to qualify for the man cave upgrade from Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. Friday morning, we are going to go through the rigors, Brett, <laughs> of uh, making this game happen. You know, I can't wait to see how we come up with this. I got a couple of new ideas we're going to try to implement, and then we'll we'll chat after the show and make sure we got our ducks in a row. But Friday, we do it. Five qualifiers we choose from all the people who have been uh, furiously texting in at 8 a.m. every morning for the last couple of weeks. Draw five of you. Going to give you tickets to go see your first place Arizona Diamondbacks and my cruddy Chicago Cubs. In September, you go finally watch the the stomping. The good old days are back as a Cubs fan. Jesus. <laughs> they stink. And then, uh, you know. Somebody's going to get themselves a brand new pool table, ping pong table, air hockey table, a game system, an arcade table, 516 games inside that arcade table. I have one of those. That thing's awesome. Just awesome. And also, when people come by the house and see that, if they're of a certain age, it freezes them. Yeah. Got Pac-Man on there, bro? Yep. I got seven versions of it. I got a Chinese one I don't even know about. It's like the strange. Like, you'll just. Mine's got. 516's right. Mine has like 2,000 games. Mmm squeaky on the edges there because some of them are the same games only in a different language and different colors so it's pac-man but it's like crazy man wild mania dot game and i'm like what the hell is this and it's just pac-man and the patterns aren't exactly the same trick man yeah yeah it's that they don't go that, they don't like they don't have prick man i'd play i'd i'd still be home playing prick man prick man shows up it's just a digital picture of me i'm like ah you bastards but, you know, I'm playing Dig Dug, and it's like, fun underground hero. I'm like, oh, this is Dig Dug. So mine at 2000 has a few, a few of them that aren't even games. There's one that I have called, uh, what was that running game? Where you track and Field? Yeah, oh, there's like 80 versions of that. Yeah, yeah, and but then- this one, it's got Track and Field 1 and Track and Field 2. And it, uh, for whatever reason, my game, and I, I guarantee you that this one we're giving away has those. That is the most fun ever. Because you break out the pencil like you used to do yeah. at the arcade. Pencil or the comb. Yeah. Yeah. Home, like yeah. home. I never had to deal with that, Brett. But he always <laughs> had one of his back potter. <laughs> my comb always looked like some kid with chemotherapy walking around with a... Why is my comb always full of hair and your guys' isn't? <laughs> You're going bald, Johnny. Oh, you guys are crazy. I'll have hair forever. No, but I, I never... I never. I had a goodie brush in my back pocket for a while. I remember that? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That thing was also filled with hair. <laughs> Mine was, mine was always just. Everybody else's brush was so normal, and mine always looked like you were, you know, combing a German Shepherd. It was just I was I was being deshedded. I was getting my undercoat taken out every time I brushed my hair. Anyway, that's beside the point, Brett. You sorry, prick. Yeah. sorry. I suppose some folks <laughs> used combs. I would use a Dixon Ticonderoga number two, and that, I was better at that than any test I ever took. But yeah, that game will. And when you're an adult playing it. It's 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 like somebody just whacked you in the head, made you a, 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 an R word. It's suddenly, you're a Redskin. You're just it's a special game. You go. Oh, you are so dumb compared to when you were a kid doing it. It's so much fun though. Yeah, that arcade table adds uh, loads of fun, especially if you've got dull family. If you've got dull family, and and you have to host like an event, a anniversary, birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, Kwanzaa. I don't care what you celebrate. It's not what this is about. Uh. And you get dull family coming over. The game room entertains them. You got to do nothing. There's nothing worse than. So, how's the weather been in Missouri, Bob? 
It's been pretty cold because it's December. Uh, is that every year? <laughs> you know what we could do, Bob, is light you up a little bit here with some super pack uh, diggable underground man. <laughs> but yeah, if 516 Check games back in is Bob perfect. At 2 a.m. Oh, they don't go home. There's the yeah. problem with the game room is that a lot of folks won't go home. My gay neighbors uh, had their pool party once, and we swung over to our house for the game room a couple years ago. And Troy got uh, Michael something, and they went in the bathroom, and Michael came back obliterated. I don't know if, I don't know what drug he took, but he couldn't walk anymore. So we ordered a bunch of food. We have all the gays and their friends over, and then the two main gays that keep us linked to the gays that were in our house went home high, too high to play. <laughs> so I got a house full of gays I don't know. Strange gays. I got a load of strange gays. There's nothing to strange gays indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping out. I'm like, who are you again? Said, My name's Trent. I don't know you. You have big sticks. It's for pool. Put these down. I love Pac-Man. I like playing the game where you rattle the dildo. We use a pencil or a comb even. <laughs> no, Rookie. It, and one guy had asked to leave at the end. He's, he was a good guy, but I mean, like, all right, all the gays have gone. You still are playing Time pool. Time for you to yeah, skip yeah. out of here, my friend. <laughs> he was straight. He was the only oh. one. <laughs> nice dude, but he stuck around. And I'm like, uh, all right, it's 9.30. You were the th- he was the thing that yeah. wouldn't leave. We've been like, at this uh, since 2 in the afternoon. He's like, I'll make a few long-distance phone calls. <laughs> no, 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 you got to go. But game rooms are dangerous. You become kind of the... Now you know why those arcade owners were such dicks. Because those kids were never going anywhere. You had the firm rules on when we close. 5 o'clock, time to go. But yeah, the game room... The game it tougher, changed though, if they had quarters... All right, I'll keep it oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah you have, you're after hours. you got a whole roll. Yeah, and the worst part was the kids that were really good that could run a quarter for hours. That has to make an arcade owner crazy. Oh, squatting. Should, they should have just paid for time rather than, you know, the one quarter gets you through. But you play one quarter all the way to, like, the eighth key of Pac-Man. You've been on that thing for an hour. You're just wasting that guy's money. Got to get multiple machines. It's an outstanding way to go when you got that because it, it it changes family events at your house to no politics, no talking. Everybody's having fun. So if you win this game room, even if you just keep the you know you can sell the pool table if you don't have room for it, you can do whatever. Keep that arcade table because that thing is it's a game changer for boring family. Oh, what I wouldn't I think you give. Find the politics thing. Have Trump man. You know, and all it does is gather all the yeah. files. By the wow, way, wow, 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 it's wow. yeah. Well, Trump's t- tomorrow's his birthday, and he's going to be in court today. I think it's just a big elaborate surprise party. Wouldn't it be great if they were just they invited him? Uh, they went in there. Just kidding, surprise! I knew it. I knew it was innocent. This is amazing. They love me so much. They threw me a surprise party in the appellate court. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, what do you got going on there? So win that thing. Uh, we'll give you another word this morning at about eight o'clock. And you can uh, do that. I don't know if you guys saw the video. Brady, you might have the story of the bear that washed up on the Gulf Coast of Florida. No. <laughs> he just swam up. People are playing. Whee! In Naples. <sighs> Comes swimming up. <sighs> Gets to the coast and just starts walking around. What's up? What was that about? It's cocaine bear. You don't have a bear swim up to the beach in Gulf Coast, Florida. It's not a thing. And didn't get out of a wildlife enclosure? I don't know. Multiple, well, I didn't read it. I was just laughing too hard at the video. Uh, they recorded the footage and told them a lot of people started swimming. They were thinking, man, there's a shark out there. Thought maybe it was a big dog. <laughs> nope. 
Uh, I said it swam right past this 12-year-old boy, and the kid started screaming, Bear! Bear! Because all the New Yorkers are down there right now. Uh, at this point, he realized that probably was a bear. He just kept swimming. He got to shore. He shook off. He ran into the brush and the sand dunes. People were shocked to see a bear in the Gulf of Mexico. He just showed up. If Mexico isn't involved in this, never, ever, ever will I believe the news again. That thing is just packed full of cocaine. He fell off a boat that was going somewhere that, you know, some erotic uh, drug dealer was getting, or exotic, I mean. A drug dealer was getting, a, you know, a new animal, and they pushed coke up its ass, and they're like, we're also <laughs> going to have a grizzly bear at your house, and it fell off the boat, and they didn't know what to do, and it swam all the way to Florida. It made it, and then just took off, which I just, bear in saltwater, I don't think that's normal, is it? I mean, maybe up in well, Alaska. Well, I mean, there are, you know, you get over into the... Uh Mangroves in that area. Sure, there's some of those and little weird ones, those strange little. Yeah, bears. there's some brown yeah. bears. Yeah, they're like 150 pounders, right? But he's a little out of his. He's not normal territory. That's not maybe. normally down in the blue sandy beaches of of uh, Florida. That would scare the hell out of him. I don't like that at all. And then the big story I've been reading about it: those four kids that survived that plane crash down there in Colombia, which is just 40 days in the jungle. The plane crashed. They're starting to leak some details. Last night I saw one where the dad of one of the kids, now they were 13, 9, 4, and 1. And they the plane crashed 40-something, 40 46 days ago now, and they found them like last Thursday. Living in the jungle, still alive, still okay. And uh, the dad was talking to the news and said the mom lived in the plane. She survived for like four days, and they stayed with her, and then she's like, go, just go survive. 13-year-old was the oldest one taking care of a baby and a 4-year-old and a 9-year-old. They made it. They made it. 40 days in the jungle. They had a bottle. That's it. And they were walking around, like, collecting water off the leaves and stuff to get the bottle so they could go. They weren't eating much. They weren't doing anything. And I start thinking to myself here in the States, I think maybe our kids are more capable than we're giving them credit. I think all this helicoptering or my baby can't be alone or I got to pick him up at the elementary school in that four million mom line, as I like to call it, uh, at three o'clock every day because your kids aren't allowed to walk home. I'm pretty sure your kids are more capable than you're giving them credit for. It's nuts what they could do if, if yeah. they were left to their own. You know, I always talk well, to but you have some. I mean, those kids had to have some. Uh, have camped before or something like that. Okay, but still. Yeah, in their bedroom with a PlayStation 4. You take take some of these kids over in the woods. Well, that's another thing. Parents aren't putting their kids in any sort of peril whatsoever. uh, But you don't train your 13-year-old to raise a 1-year-old for 40 days in the jungle. No. Maybe a weekend. Maybe. In Colombia, but I mean, you know, there's no, I mean, there's no amount of excuses. We we got some soft little bitches over oh. here in the United States uh, that you know you can, uh, it, I, not I, only that, yeah, I mean, it's all the way kids and adults that have never even look. When I was 13, one of the one of the, anything like that. One of my core horrifying memories was John Stevens and I went to Fiesta Mall. 13 years old, I know for a fact that's how old I was. I think I just turned 13. Went to Fiesta Mall. John lived in a place called uh, the Park Place Houses uh, over off Longmore and Baseline area. Yeah. Not too far from Fiesta Mall. So his folks were picking us up. I was under the understanding my mom was coming to get me. So when John Stevens' mom showed up, and actually it was his dad that day, showed up, 
I said, no, my mom's coming to get me. Thank you. And he said, do you want us to wait? And I'm like, I'm fine. She'll be. And I saw an Oldsmobile 98 Regency Broham rolling up white. And I said, there she is. We're good. And Mr. Stevens drove away. And that was not my mom coming up in the way. It was just a replica car of the Oldsmobile Same 98. One. I'm like, oh, geez, wow. that's not my mom's car. So I just sat there. And an hour later, I'm on Longmoor Road. Cars are honking at me because I'm standing in the middle of the road trying to go over to Fuddruckers to use the phone. And then I freak the F out, run back through traffic, back, 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 crying my eyes out. Where's my mom? <laughs> Don't know how to make any contact with anyone. I was supposed to be picked up at 3. At 5 o'clock, I'm under the stair. Remember that staircase at Dillard's? It's where I tried yeah. to share my first kiss. It's a, a, a staircase at spot. I, I laid there. <laughs> I'd been missing for an hour and 10 minutes. You were 13? I was 13. I was a mess. I almost got hit by a car. I didn't know where my mom was. I was worried she was dead. I knew I was going to get killed. Because I wasn't home when I was supposed to be. My dad was no, he, was in, he wasn't tolerant of the, the excuse. So it turned out my, my mom thought Mr. Stevens was going to take me home. And I thought she was coming to get me. So she's sitting there at work, minding her own. Keep in mind, my mom's work was less than a mile from Fiesta Mall. But I didn't, <laughs> didn't walk over there. Didn't, I, I sat for two hours under a stair. I, I have a feeling had that gone on another 45 minutes, I would have died. I would have been either run over in the parking because I was just panicking. I didn't go to the crosswalk. I just started running <laughs> out on the lawnmower. Where, where's my mom? 13. And I was a pretty self-sufficient 13-year-old. But when things went wrong, I had no capabilities. None. Like everything had to be in order. If, it, if I, I, I didn't have, I had a panic button or I had everything's okay. I didn't have a let's reason moment as a 13-year-old boy. Lost my mind because I blew it. In my head, I'm like, oh, I should have been in the car with the Stevenses. These kids went 40 days. That's Now, give me a one-year-old to take care of for those two hours. I, would have eaten I want to know more. I'd have eaten, like, the, I'd have eaten the one-year-old. The one-year-old would have been because I would have been worried about sustenance. I had no money in my pocket, so I'd have started stealing inside the Dillard's or Sears or whatever. Did they have the ability of... You know, to create fire, or did they have a lighter? I'm just—I have no clue how they figured it out. Because you know, if it's 46 days and it's on nothing but water, that's—they were straight 40. Number one, I mean, like the one-year-old for the one-year-old. Yeah, the the 40 days that they were in the jungle had to have known is crash to find stuff to eat. They picked stuff up off the ground. I wouldn't have known. That's what, what to I'm do. saying. I'm wondering. If they... And 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 none of your kids out there are capable at age 13 if they don't have Chick Fil A or the app for their phone to get points for Chick Fil A. They're not foraging. Our kids are too soft. We need to dump them off in the woods. No more camp or uh, you know sewing class or whatever. But you take Kirby into the woods and just all right. See you Friday and just survive it. And then they'd be a little more self-sufficient. Like, every one of them so soft, they won't even... I remember when I lived in Arcadia 15 years ago, and they passed a rule that if you saw a kid with a backpack to report him... Why? Because the parents weren't allowed to have backpacks on their kids for a while because it's bad for their spines. So every kid was walking around like they had a flight to catch in these roller bags. That's changed. They're back on backpacks again. Oh, man. And they're loading them up. Yeah. And it's fashion. Now, so it made it, but for a while there, it was like, oh, these poor little, some crazy Arcadia mom lost her mind because her kid had scoliosis and she blamed the backpack. So then all the kids had to go with backpacks. And then you see a kid with a backpack and he looks like he's struggling. Definitely call Kiva Elementary. So I'm like, no, nobody's going to do that. And God forbid you got stuck in that line of 
every kid is abductable at 245 because every not not one mom ever trusted another mom. They all sat in the same 60 car line to pick up one kid at a time, screwed up the traffic for hours. These kids, meanwhile, out in the jungle of Columbia. The weekend, you know, bottom line, weekend for anyone right now as far as, like, here, you're out in the woods for the weekend. Good luck. Take Kirby, a nine-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. Put them in the backyard and tell them they can't come inside for four days. No phones. No phones. No PlayStations. No, no nothing. All the water you want. No iPads. I bet you I'm going to put some money on this. I'm going to fandle the over-under on two dead ones. There's, there's two dead ones by Sunday. If it's One will American be kids, on a spit over yeah. the fire. <laughs> Kirby's, <laughs> Kirby's learned from the best. She's going to work. The, yeah, you can't work the gas grill. How about that? You can't fire <laughs> no. off the little button in the gas grill. You have to figure out how to make your own. Just in the backyard. And I don't know. Do you have fruit trees? You might have a fruit tree. Yeah. Yeah. There's there you go. Lemon lime. They could survive. But I guarantee you they'd be banging on the door in an hour. This is dumb, bruh. I don't like eating limes. No choice. You'd cave in a second, seeing Kirby's little face up against the glass. The one-year-old is dead, Daddy. Do we cook it or just go raw dog? Go raw dog on a Kermit Herb. <laughs> Kids here. Tar. She's in trouble. Nobody wants their kids to be missing for 40 days. But I look at your kid right now and think, could it survive 14 hours on its own? I'm putting most most of your kids, I'm putting money on no. I got, you know. If they, like, if they had their phone. Oh, all they do is call you to say, come get me. There's 14 hours. Yeah. Well, they, they would call you to bother you. I was in Las Vegas with my friend and his daughter wouldn't stop calling. Was like, where's the stupid salt? What? Ask grandma. She's at the house. She's in her room. I, I don't know where you, I don't know where the salt is right now. I'm not, I'm hundreds of miles. Cannot away. approach. This sucks. When are you guys coming home? Like, we'll be back on hung Monday. up on a little faster. <laughs> he did, he did. Uh, Good. But they call back, Brett. They don't stop. Block the number They're for helpless. the weekend. Your Screw kids that. are helpless. Spam. And you know what's funny? If you hang out with people with kids, that phone rings every time they're not with their mommy or daddy. They got a question about something stupid. So I don't hang out with people with kids. Order me some DoorDash. That was another thing we got. Come on, bro. You, I'm going to order DoorDash. I'm like, don't order DoorDash. We loaded the fridge full. No, I'm getting DoorDash. Do you have any money in your account? No. You order it and send it. I'm hungry. <laughs> Bruh. We have to order her DoorDash. Or she, you know, and the problem is, is the damn phone made it so the parents are like, just order it for her and she'll leave us alone. And they do. And they're like, we got your stupid Chick-fil-A. No. Shut up. Chick-fil-A guy's taking forever. Check where he is on your app. Stop calling us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 40 days, I got to hand it to him. But I got to also say, you know, maybe a few of you guys out there. And I know there's some of you looking at your kids going, see, this is why I put you in the backyard for three days. Some of you are raising them right. Most of you are raising soft little pricks. I don't think any, I think it's pretty extraordinary any kid makes it 40 days in the jungle. But. It made me think of our American softies, and boy, we're loaded with them. And it's going to be a great movie too. A great you got, but the problem's going to be you got to cast kids. You're going to have some pretty amazing kids. Good kid actors got to come up out of nowhere, and you can't. You're not casting any good American kid actors because they'd be too soft to try to understand the child they're playing. Maybe doll up some twenty year olds to make them look thirteen, and 
do it. But the dead mom after four days, so 36 days without an adult, and the last thing that they – and when they came back, all they wanted was bread and rice pudding. Like, just some rice and some bread will be good. Like, they knew they, – they had a menu order. And the cool part was – and I saw this, and I didn't ever – I didn't see the follow-through on this. There were uh, um, search teams dropping food where they thought they might be from, like, just dumping giant boxes of food onto the ground. Yeah. Like, hopefully they're fine in this hole. Yeah, because, you know, they're on foot. There's a one-year-old. And they're carrying that around, so they got they got baggage. So they're kind of saying, you know, the old Tommy Lee Jones, you know, three miles an hour. How far could they have Let's gotten? Let's do some random drops. So every day, it's like if they're just keep, but they'd have to do it in five and or six different directions. Any? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't read if they got to the boxes yet. And again, you crack that open in the jungle, and suddenly a couple of animals are out there going. <laughs> there's some free food in a box just got cracked open, and uh, there's a baby nearby. And, you know, let alone the the plants, like you see berries, like, nah, uh, no, that one's poisonous. Yeah. Knowing the difference. Well, who knows? It. I don't know any of that. I know that uh, they probably ate a few bugs. And I'd also keep that one-year-old baby around as, uh, I don't know what's in the jungle, like tigers or something. Tiger or bear bait. Second I said, that baby would have come in handy if I was that 13-year-old. Because that's the first thing I'm chucking at the animal that's trying to eat us. <laughs> then I'm looking at that four-year-old and going, you better get speedy because... You're the next meal. I, I'm the oldest one. Were I'm going to survive. Diapers? Had to diapers? One year old. Yeah, but you're not changing diapers. You're lost in the jungle. Hauling they diapers. Commando See, the you went time and just spraying. You went full American right there. You softened it up right there. <laughs> of course, that's what they were doing. They were jungle people. Diapers. Jeremy said, from what I read, the kids were an indigenous <laughs> tribe. They knew basics about the fruits, which oh, ones were wow. good to That's eat, and about how to live in the jungle huge. already. Yeah. Because our kids would be completely effed. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you lose them at a safe way. They're not going to figure out how to no. eat. What I'm saying is, American There's kids. There's a bear. I'm going to yeah. go hug it. <laughs> Dumb and uh, soft. Don't they just start taking pictures of it? Look, it's eating the baby. Let's get a selfie. <laughs> this is going to go so viral. We're going viral with that baby getting eaten by a bear. I'm a jungle influencer. Yeah. yeah they were, I, did, I, I didn't realize that they had, like, jungle training. Yeah, I don't know where they were flying. I don't know. I going to yeah. say. And that's my bigotry, though, because I figure if you're indigenous, you don't have air travel at all. You just run around with a swath covering That's why you thinking. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and my, I'm with you. <laughs> when I heard indigenous, I'm like, they're indigenous, and they're on a plane? <laughs> indigenous people travel, you idiot. <laughs> But I did. I thought of a spear and like an immediate. Yeah, they had loincloth. Loincloth. And Brady's thinking, you know, do they no got a diapers jungle book pack up? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. When, I th- when I hear the word jungle and indigenous, uh, Mogwai comes to mind. Is that his name? <laughs> I think. But yeah, I just, uh, Brady worried about diapers and cleanliness. They're well, jungle people. What about. change it up to the uh, indigenous, then, yeah, they're. No. They're living off the land. They probably were like, <laughs> why still- did you pull us out after 46 days? No, they look we horrible. We were fine, bro. They look horrible. And that's your American bigotry to assume. <laughs> yeah. They're jungle people. I'm sure they probably gained weight. <laughs> There's so much food yeah, out no there. No 13-year-old group is going to do too well if they're thrown into a jungle that's from a plane. the only ones that would be able to survive. Now, here's the thing about the word indigenous. Look, uh, they'd say that in other countries if four Indians smashed into a mountain here and got lost in the woods. They're indigenous to the area. I've met Indian kids, too. They might know a few things about corn or smashing some stuff into a rock and making food, but 
they're as soft as any other American kid out there. They're they're not doing too much special. I know natives. I know you're getting. I all, give them the advantage though. Still, don't go all warrior on over, over an American white over indigenous Arcadians. All right, let's go bigotry full on. Rank them. American kids by race. Who's got the best chance of surviving in a plane crash in the woods for forty days? Whites are in last. There's. I'm just going to start there. No way. No way a family of white kids crashes and like let's just put them up They're, in Tonto uh, Forest. Ten days, max. I don't even know if they go that far. Ten's a hell of a run. Again, like I said, Kirby, no iPhone, Kirby, no way. Kirby with four people in the back: a baby, a three-year-old, and a nine-year-old, and Kirby in your backyard, unable to come in, unable to use the grill. How long until the baby's dead? A day. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and then they're parting out the baby for meals by Sunday night. And then when they you check out on Monday, some supplies of some no. sort. Well, you got th- you got a yeah, bottle. I guess you got lemon and limes, and you got water. Yeah, that you know what your you know what your kids and would you have, do. You do have the bottle. You know what your kids would do? They'd guzzle the pool. They would just yeah. start sucking chlorinated water down, and that baby would be dead in a day. Well, if you, I mean, unfortunately, you know, out in the wild, you don't have the the stuff you're going to depend you're going to you're going to drink the water regardless sure but i mean they've got a pool so you don't even have to worry about water and they still would eat the baby by sunday night if they if they were lost friday at noon sunday night there's a baby fry because they're starving to death every american white kid and they wouldn't they wouldn't eat the baby they'd eat the baby the baby would be dead and they look no by sunday night if your kids had not eaten and they didn't have their chick-fil-a that baby's the closest thing to chick-fil-a they've got they're parting it out no way you're you're no way and you know what else would happen? You'd cave because of all the pounding on the door that they won't participate in this activity. Kirby would know to uh, eat lizards and scorpions. <laughs> would she? Yeah. Because <laughs> you've seen Dad just forage out in yeah, the backyard yeah. for snack time? All right. <laughs> seen the cat. You want to believe that Kirby's to see you got American Dad disease. <laughs> My little angel would figure it no, out. No, she couldn't handle it. No. Whites are in the last place. Maybe for the, sure. Maybe the reds are one. And uh, uh, Mexicans, Mexicans probably second. Pretty They're pretty good, yeah. I'm not putting the blacks too high on this one. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that helps. Like getting lost in the woods for four days. Well, American. Whitey's definitely last. Oh, Whitey! Whitey's no, yeah. there's like such a gap between the top three and where white kids would end up. Bro, I need my iPad. I, I'll be honest. I hate almost all white kids that I meet. And I don't know if that's because of the circles I run in. The only ones that might awful. be craftier are the, are the Mormon kids. How so? They learn the uh, crafts, Boy Scouts, and they, they go through, true. you know. They do have to go through a lot of that. So, if, But at 13, are they capable of Boy Scouting? I guess so. Yeah. That's pretty good age for, yeah. for Mormon. So let's hope that one of them is a Boy Scout. And uh, and more than likely, if you lose four Mormons in the woods, you're going to find six because a couple of them are going to procreate. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mind the boundaries of sister-brother relations. And you can identify them immediately. Oh, yeah. Because the name tag. <laughs> and, the, and the glowing white shirts and their hair that's like a beaming from the – yeah. Mormons would probably be, of all the whites, the most capable. I, I, meet, I meet your kids. I'm not impressed. I read stories like this, and I'm like, this would never happen. They'd find four dead little white kids if a plane crashed and they lived through it. We'd never know. There's probably been story after story where a little twin-engine plane going up to our cabin in Pine Top smashes into the side of a mountain. And they might live for like a day or two. But we'd never know because all you find is the corpse. 
of them trying to, am I kind of self-service? I don't know what to do. I can't get Chick-fil-A to door dash me in the middle of the superstitions. Yeah, your, your kids are, look at this story and just go up and hit your kid. You little wasted. <laughs> bitch, put your, put your PS5 controller down and your Chick-fil-A and <laughs> shut up. Don't call me for three days. And take that away from Might be a good little ad to a education, survival class. Not Use this idea. as an example. Yeah. You incapable little pricks, class 101. <laughs> Do you see the kids in Columbia, you worthless blobs <laughs> of carbon mass? Did they have Chick-fil-A in the jungle? Stop talking about Chick-fil-A. Can I use my member number to yeah. charge it? <laughs> use my dad's card. I have access. Ugh. You and a little American dad, though, worrying about diapers and hygiene and stuff. They were pooping on the ground, walking around with mud butt. They weren't wiping. Just going. I talk to Janny about that all the time. Every, every time I'm around Janny, the African that I'm friends with, that was one of the lost boys of the students, six years old, walked from the Sudan all the way to Kenya, and then all the way back, because he got kicked out of Kenya too, all the way back across the Sudan to Ethiopia. Had to go to both directions. Uh, his friend's getting eaten by hyenas. They're drinking their own pee. Oh. And he always says, these American kids make me sick. Daddy, daddy, where's my food? That tune has yeah. changed. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he sees kids. He hates He's them. in the club he, now. His daughter drives him nuts because <laughs> she's spoiled rotten. You have no idea. You're not in the Sudan anymore, Daddy. You have no idea how easy your life is. Stop crying. We're going to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't know what's in Chick-fil-A that makes kids lose it. They love it. But they, that's all they want. But, yeah. Happy meals are an early drug, too, for the yeah, kids. For, for that Chick-fil-A reason. thing. Man, I think those lines are long just to keep kids quiet. You try to drive by a Chick-fil-A at 4 or 5, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, every one of the kids is having withdrawals, so the moms are out just to shut them up. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. 40 days. I can't wait for the movie, although it's going to be. It has to be about the rescue workers. It can't be about the kids. Same as that. I got to know more. Yeah. yeah the lost That's soccer be, kids. Yeah. They didn't focus too much on the kids in the cave. Because you had to have too many acting kids, and that ruins a movie. So you, you focused in on the people trying to rescue them, which the rescue was phenomenal on that one. They're well, 13 or something like You're that. Sleeping and drinking water when, and when you could get it. And dropping deuces. And, oh. and that's you got to keep that out of the water. You're trying to drink. and oh. Well, the, the deuce dropping was about two days. Still, you had to do oh, it. Oh, you had to do it. you don't eat. Right. Then, you, there's then after a while, you're just shooting diarrhea out every once in a while because you're, yeah. you're drinking that tainted water. And they said that they went into that one room to, to dump the soccer kids. So it was just this little cave of feces that they had to live with. for Ugh. Curry. Just, yeah. I'd be yeah. with the American kids. Kill me after a couple of days. I'm done. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I almost kind of, I almost like, I don't know that I have that survival yeah. instinct. Plane crashes and I open my eyes. I'm like, oh, great. Where are we? The jungle. Let me just see if I can close my eyes again and go away. I'm not. I'm not walking through that. And I don't know. And, and the mom said, "You got to get out of here. You got to start searching." And I don't know if I wouldn't just stick by the plane. I don't know how I'd handle it. But again, I was 13. I was pretty. I was more self sufficient than any kid today. And I lost my cork when the mom didn't show up Fiesta Mall for an hour and 45 minutes and 
crying by a set of stairs thinking I was this is where I live now so I might as well make a little hut and I'm digging holes I'm sure like Tom Hanks and I'm moving yeah. moving into the airport and stuff <laughs> right, or yeah. what <laughs> oh I did and I walked back into the Dillard's and I was too embarrassed to tell somebody hey I need to get a phone call to the house I, I was just dumb all I needed to do was go right back in that mall and say hey uh, I gotta get somebody to come pick me up but because I blew it with Mr. Steven's car ride I didn't want to call home and go, hey, I screwed up. I got to inconvenience you. You didn't do that to your parents when I was a kid. These, you're, I'm sure Kirby calls you every time she needs something. That was off limits for me. Figure it out. Click. Boop. I'm at work. Don't call me at work. <laughs> if I called my dad at work, if I wasn't on fire or bleeding to death, and even then, if I was bleeding to death because I did something stupid, it was on me to figure that out. You're on fire? Yeah, Dad, you got to come get me. I'm not coming to pick up a kid who's on fire. It's going to hurt me. Get in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pool. Oh, thanks, Dad. Don't ever call me at work again. You just didn't bother them the way that the phone rings off the hook now for kids. I'm standing down there with Jill. Her kid's 18. Calls her nine times a day. I'm hungry. <laughs> Calls her to say he's hungry. Little Russian kid. Mom. She's got the Joker as a baby, huh? She's got little Joker. <laughs> you're a very talented mother, but you're making a fool of yourself with this so-called employment. Uh, come home, feed the boy. Andrew, you're 18 years old now. Nice, very cute. That's hilarious. Uh, are you on your way now while you try to give me some sort of lecture to come home to make sandwiches? I'm very, very hungry. I have to work at five. A man has a job to do. The woman needs to come home and make meals for the man so he's got... Food in his belly. Andrew, don't call me at work. <laughs> Every time you say work, I giggle because it's with a woman's voice. <laughs> and women do not do that very well. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but yeah. And Kirby probably doesn't have to call because you're always with her. Uh, she's pretty good at not calling too much, but when she calls, it's usually, uh, what do you have planned for tomorrow? Like, well, <laughs> she's setting you up. What do you got? <laughs> Because that's what she's asking. She's basically saying, uh, oh, so-and-so, we want to go to right. Santan Village. Yeah. She's always got shop. a ride, you want, like, You're around. Kurt, we're now around she's around. to that age where a couple of her friends can drive now. Oh, boy. Sweet. Yeah. Is That's awesome. Sarah going to pick you up? That's or are you stuff. looking for Daddy Uber? Yeah. Daddy Uber's a real thing. Anyway, take your soft kids out so that it's summertime. Take them outside. I mean, they do child neglect stuff if you get left in a Safeway parking lot in the car for five minutes. That used to be my home. My mom went to the... standard. The last thing my mother wanted to do was have my anchor ass dragging around behind her while she tried to shop for food for us. Stay in the car. I'll be right back. Come on, Mom. 38 minutes Mom, can we get this? Can we get this? And she'd leave it running... Which nowadays everybody lose their money. Oh, they're going to steal As your if, baby! If something happened, right. you'd know what to do. No, Even just, the car running, just so the air conditioner would stay on. Yeah, but I'm I saying, like, what, what if someone do. came over? But there's the American thought that, of course, that this is just going to get robbed. Nah, never once did anybody even try to get in the car. There were probably six cars to choose from in the parking lot with other kids. I remember once I was sitting in the parking lot at Safeway and Alma School in uh, Guadalupe, and I'm in the car and I look over and there's Brian Rendall, one of my friends, and he's in his mom's car, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> What's up, Brian? What's up? Cool. You're trapped in the car, too? Not allowed in. Me neither. And, get, and you know what we knew not to do? Get out. 
start talking. We just rolled the window down and yelled at each other from three spaces over. Hey, no- Tony! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Tony! <laughs> you, Tony! What's your name? <laughs> it was, but we never got out of the car. Now, if you see a car running and an 8, an eight or a 12 or a 13-year-old sitting in it... <gasps> CPS. Oh, let me get the thing that breaks windows! Our kids are too soft. You got, you raised a, a ton of pussies. And you know who's going to whip our ass someday and we'll be sad about it? We'll, what happened? Columbia. Columbia is going to be tougher than us. Because you raised these little soft peeps of children, these little marshmallow kids. God, I'm so glad I don't have any of those. Oh, man. You imagine today, you, Dr. Lynn. That marshmallow kids and their friends coming over and you got to look at all of them just going, oh, the future is dim. And those kids... 46 days through the jungles of Colombia to battle the additional predator, Think uh, thanks to Pablo Escobar, yeah, his hippos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stuff he added. Now they're populated uh, 400 <laughs> yep. plus. You might have run into a hippo or two thanks to your, you know, leader of your nation. Sipping some water on the... No, 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 a real hippo. Oh, okay. Oh, actually a sizable, fightable hippo, not Lizzo. <laughs> you run into Lizzo in the jungle, you're, you're done. Screwed. You're done. You're getting eaten. She <laughs> is just eating everything. Anyway. It's going to be a good movie, but it really made me think about how incapable we've made our own. And that's why your kids live at home until they're 25. You treat them like they can't do anything until they're 18. I've got three or four friends with kids who are 17 or 18 years old, and maybe one of those kids is self-sufficient right now. One? One. Oh, 18-year-old kids are like 12. Like they're nowhere near like what we knew as 18, which is capable of living on their own 18. Back when I was that age. That's how I feel, but it's yeah. true. I'll talk about it. I'm at the age <laughs> now where I can look at your kids and go, whoa, you guys blew it. I always think about it every now and then. No matter, I mean, always growing up, like, what would happen if it came down to this, like, electricity goes out and all that? How prepared am I? Never really. Oh, yeah. Prepared. Do I and do you anything know, about it? Uh, yeah, to be really. honest with you, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll blame the kids and stuff. I'm as soft as they are right now. If I don't have cable for a couple of days, I'm, and my TV went out. If the internet went out at my house for two or three days, again, I'd have to just go back to that game room. <laughs> That's all I got. And that'd, after a day, I'd be like, let's check the internet again. Yeah, if it's that would be... I've got to update be pretty my wrapped. emergency bucket. You know, like the water sterilizer. You 90, got one of those? 90-day supply of food. Again, if I even have to... And this is me, though. I'm not fighting for water. I've lived too. Ch- I've lived too charmed a life. Well, we've got a nice pool. Your pool's, you know, sure. you just got to sterilize it. I'm not going to do that. If I crash in the woods and I'm walking around, that's one thing. But if I'm at home and there's night, something horrible's going on. If for 90 days I got to make my pool water drinkable, I don't want to be part of this society anymore. You're going for the barrel? Oh, I'm eating the barrel. I'm eating a load of barrel. Because what? What's the point? Like that? Just that basically means the entire. Nation. Don't give yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. You still have friends. <laughs> oh, eat it. <laughs> F you. Yeah. So long, everybody. F- you. Yeah, I don't. If, if for the next 90 days you're going to have to sterilize your pool and drink that water, maybe even your own piss. What happened to the country? Why are we doing this? It's a. It, never mind. It ain't coming back. I'm not going to sit and fight back and work an extra 10 years to. Ret- no, that's enough of that. That's. End of ball game, everybody. Oh, we got 90 days. We got to drink our own piss. Okay. Where are you going? I'll be back in. 
We were wrong. It was just three days. Uh, I don't care. You had, Too late. You were worried about it being 90 days. That's enough to tell me that this thing is as fragile as thin ice. Don't give up. You still have friends. There goes John. Oh, the problem was solved. It was just a glitch in the matrix. Well, we've got meat for... <laughs> Yeah, we can eat him for the next uh, three months or so till America gets back on its feet. America's not getting back on its feet if we've got a 90-day work it out. That's why I don't understand those Mormons. They've got water for the next two years and buckets of beans and queso for 25 years. I'm like, what has happened to where you live that you think that's going to be a quarter of a century of need? Just in case. <laughs> for the next quarter of a century, I'm going to have to eat this. Garage queso that I ordered from Jim Baker. It's a great idea. Oh, you know what I'm going to eat? No, it's that. The barrel. <laughs> There's no possible way. A Remington queso? Yeah. Are you playing? Oh, <laughs> Kate Bush. Once you hear Kate Bush, you know that's it. And tonight, America mourns as the nation goes into its 90-day drought of food and drink. And oh, there goes John Holmberg. We knew that would happen just on the announcement. I'm it's not. actually the report of the news that does that. <laughs> and I, for one, am not going to fight back. Kate Bush, take it away. <laughs> That's right. Griselda shows up and out of all the jungle. Oh, <laughs> Griselda would make it. Oh, yeah. Griselda would make it. She'll be reporting the whole time. Everything about this song is great except Kate Bush. In fact, when she starts singing, I might do something drastic. <laughs> His voice is perfect. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not staying. You would do it? You'd fight? Idiot. You're worthless. To, a little bit. You're worthless to the out. future. There's so much pool water to drink. <laughs> what are you fighting for? No, I don't know. They're done. Fighting from taking the barrel. That's a tough move, but there's that Kate Bush. It. Right in the throat. <laughs> don't give up. You're depressing me. You're, you're reminding me that I'm... <laughs> Again. Hand me that. Hand me that rifle. You cruel world. <laughs> we doubled up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have it. You Would you fight? I don't know. Probably not. The announcement I comes mean, in, we got 90 days. Of we got to figure nothing? out our own food and water. Since, like, the water's been shut. You wouldn't try it for a day or two? You know what, Brady? Go f*** yourself. <laughs> and I'm not going to turn the gun on you. <laughs> quit bothering me Is about. There one left? Quit bothering me about survival and making it. We can do it. I'm out of here. I might shoot the. I might shoot the people. This. First thing I'd shoot is all the people with hope, trying to get me like fired up about this. John, you still have friends. One less. <laughs> Stop bugging me about this. You know, we saw how we behaved during COVID. We couldn't even get along about masks. Now shut down the water supply. Tell me it's going to be just as simple as drinking your pool water when you've got droves of assholes standing outside your fence trying to drink your pool, too. you got to start. You'd, you'd have That's to, why I got the lead. I'll protect have, yourself, bro. Uh, I'm shooting everybody and <laughs> trying to drink my Kirby, pool. cover me. Yeah. Danny, I don't think this is right. Got to protect the chlorinated water. Down, Mormon, down! Hey, there's the new KSLX morning show. Down, down! I didn't know they lived in Gilbert. I couldn't, yeah. I, this whole, I'd fight, I'd pack out bag and shut up. 
We're going to train today. Good. How quick can we pack up and get out of town? Again, go f- yourself again. Start because the clock. All you need to do is go figure out when the announcement comes. You think you're going to be clever and go, we'll raid the Chick-fil-A. That way Kirby will be happy for a couple weeks. And you'll go there and you'll see the 18,000 people that have the same idea and just killing each other for that chicken. <laughs> Trying to get a week's worth of Chick-fil-A. 90 days of no water supply. <laughs> There'd be marauders everywhere trying to suck your pool within 48 hours. We're soft. Nobody would try to figure it out on their own. They'd try to steal what's there. Those Mormons are the dumbest ones. We save water in our garage. We've got loads of it in case things go wrong. All right, you're the first one I'm shooting in the face then. you got all the supplies. 55-gallon drum? Yeah. Good luck getting in our house, brother. You're not going to shoot me. I know how to fool you. Hi. I'd like to join the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh, Come with us, brother. <laughs> kill your old family. We just start whacking you, you guys the whistle out. of a pipe. <laughs> Sorry, Brother Cunningham, but this was necessary. This is a good cobbler. You wouldn't start bragging about the uh, water you had. We've got supplies for over 25 years. Jim Baker sells that all the time. 25-year supply of queso. That's the one that I... I'm, I know why he's selling it for the money, but I, that's not like in the uh, necessarily the Christian doctrine. But he's doing it because he's like, hey, look, it's going to take some time for everybody to get out of here. He looks for the ones at, that are in the tank. Yeah, he looks at a world with 25 years of a necessity of 25 years of cheese. If you don't have that, it won't clear up in 25 years. A quarter century will go by. You're still going to need that cheese. And you're going to be scraping the bottom of that 25-year bucket. We're out of chips. <laughs> what do we do? And I don't know why, but he said people buy it. Like, that dude's made millions off of those bug-out 25-year queso and rice supply. Queso. It's called queso, Jim. It's queso. And they pour it out on this thing, and he just dips broccoli in it. Oh, mm, delicious. Walks all over that yeah. lady. <laughs> that trying to talk. That new Tammy Faye of his. <laughs> I don't get it. You and your stupid I'd try to make it. <laughs> you. That's you, a good stroganoff. Yeah, you and Kirby would be the you'd be the first ones eating neighbors. Laser would be dead by Tuesday if we had like a, a Friday fallout. It's all over the stock market's down to zero. America is no more. America is no more. Oh boy. Well, I got a couple of pork butts in the fridge. Knock those out, run. By Tuesday. We'd knock laser off. We'd have 14 cases of caviar. <laughs> You'd be, yeah, his fridge would Dom be Dom Perignon. <laughs> We'd have a couple of weeks. Laser's a highfalutin neighbor. That might kill him just for fun, just to get... I don't even need America to fall. Anyway, your kids are soft. I'm soft, too. I'm not saying I'm not, but you've raised softer kids than me. That's pathetic. Anyway, and Kate Bush. Anytime you play Kate Bush, there's a good chance I'm going to eat the barrel. <laughs> I just want to show you the horrors of a head falling off if you like Kate Bush songs. Running up that hill, running up that hill, running up that hill. Oh, good. How long did it take you to write this song? A second? Uh, it's 7.26. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? While we're still on this planet, Brett. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. If you need to escape, you need to bug out. Head on down to Action Ride Shop. Pick yourself up a new uh, pivot bike. Plus, Father's Day coming up. We need to uh, need to take care of Dad. Yeah. What do you mean? Got all kinds of cool I, stuff. Of, there he goes. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> got all that. kinds of cool stuff to get him out there on the trail. You know, the, the elbow pads, goggles, helmets, gloves. They got it all in stock. 
You're over here dying with this stuff. <laughs> this song is so depressing. So go to actionrideshop.com and of course you can also check them out on or check them out over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. It's supposed to be for people who are on the edge. I'm jumping off the edge. And this song makes you want to die. Yeah, I don't have any fight in me. If this if this if Amazon gets closed up and nah, I'm out. I got a new uh, uh, suggestion for the boys at Action Ride. What's that? D- DUI line of bikes. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, that is a 20 inches the line there. DUI yeah. line. You know what we should do? They do bikes for tots. They donate your unwanted or unused bikes for. We should do bikes it for, for drunks. DUI guys. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a guy yesterday on a girl. I sent a picture to you. But we should put yeah. it up and blur his face out. Poor prick had a bag of Taco Bell, a large Pepsi because they said that's what they serve there. A large Pepsi, maybe a diet. Although he's he's pedaling no, it off, he's, he's going. He's got the leaded Pepsi because he's going to. He needs the sugar and energy. He's going to pedal it off, and then a small, probably twenty inch girls' dirt bike. And I looked and I said, I wanted to roll my window down and go. You had to blow over a point three something. Like you're four times the legal limit, right? Five, almost hit point four. I'll never drive again. He did to steal a girl's bike. It's the worst DUI. So we should do a donation thing of unused bikes for people with DUIs that can't drive. But they got to be like 20-inch BMX oh, bikes. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. kid's yeah. bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Your kid's Standard out the room. I don't, I don't want you to have like a, a, an adult-sized 10-speed. Right, yeah. The, the, you steal it you from your kid. you have to learn your lesson. Right. Yeah. And you have to be known as DUI guy. There's nothing sadder. And if you get the uh, shirts... You know, just like a bike race, but we'll put the what you blew on the back of the <laughs> yeah, point number. Three, four. Yeah. He's a point three four. That's why he's on a girl's <laughs> red line. He's on a mongoose with the bar slanted. And that poor guy was sitting at that light, and you could just see it in his eyes, like life is just not right. And he wasn't homeless. He was coming from work, but he rides a girl's dirt bike. There's at least four or five a day. Yeah, I see a bunch. Yeah. You get over by the avenues, and it's there's oh, I'll shit. never you first set it. I'm like, oh, no, the guy's just a... No. It is... It's DUI guy. 98%. I remember the one dude that had four pizza Patrons on his on his son's mongoose that was like... He was 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, He's got four of the pizza Patron boxes. And I thought... I just started laughing. Like, he got a DUI, but he kept his delivery job. <laughs> he's just <laughs> the slowest pizza Patron delivery guy ever. And he's riding this baby dirt bike around, and it was like 17th Avenue and Bethany home. And I'm like, this poor son of a bitch. He had to blow a point four easy. He's never driving again. He had to bump into somebody and hurt him. That year we did the homeless for holidays at that uh, old Kmart in the Avs. There's at least four or five BMX a day stopping by, dropping off. And the first question, what'd you blow? Point two six. How long did you got to ride a, a big boy bike? Who's my son's bike? He outgrew it. And my wife left me, so this was in the garage. So once we're done with Operation Hydration, Operation yeah. DUI Guy brought to you by Action Ride Shop? Yeah, or what? Action Ride Shop's Operation <laughs> DUI Guy. Your unwanted or, or outgrown kids' uh, dirt bikes for people who have blown over a point two. It's actually hilarious. We should do this. Send us pictures. Yeah, I feel bad see. for those guys. But, I mean, they did it to themselves, but you, they never walk. And that's how you know they're still ambitious. they got to get to their work. And the Taco Bell he was riding from, where I saw him, because I was up on, like, I guess I was on Glendale and 16th Street. The closest one is Bethany. It's, it's about a mile and a half, which is two. It's three miles both directions, work. and he's nowhere near houses yet. But I know where he. I know where he was going. I call it the uh, divorced bachelor arms. There's this uh, apartment complex they turned into condos. Every car in it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice pickup truck, but these condos are 
like single room, and every guy that comes out of there looks at you like she left me. They're <laughs> like, all studios. Yeah. It's reset. It's reset acres. Everything's a studio. All of it's gone except for their F one fifty because she didn't want that anyway. I'm keeping the truck. And he lives in the, the all these apartments are just divorced dudes like crazy just trying to it's the it's the purgatory between married and new life. And that's where he was going, I guarantee you, because it's affordable. Anyway, don't give up. That's what we say. Don't give up, sir. Oh, nice timing. Next time. Anyway, uh, I don't care what we play. You pick one, Brett. Uh, well, since we're talking about DUI guy, how about uh, everything sucks from dope? Yeah, that's I mean, that's a fact. It's obvious. That's a fact. Yeah, use this summer to let your kids have like an outdoor camp, and even give them a tent and a day's worth of food, so you can't come in for three days. And give them a baby to take care of, dead baby, two days. These Colombian kids, forty There's, days in the uh, jungle. They saved the baby. Those training babies. Uh-uh, a real they one. They wake you up That's every... Not, Colombians didn't have a training baby. Their training baby was living and breathing, and they kept it alive. 40 years. I'm not so sure I could keep a baby thrown at me today alive for 40 days. I'm not sure I could do it. And that's without any... Like, that's taking it home and having... I, don't, I, think I'd, I think if I was giving someone's baby for 40 days, I would harm it accidentally. We should set up somehow. I should yeah, that's, that's alleged, alleged. Quote, unquote. You give me a baby for 40 days, you've abandoned it. I'm going Toledo's dad on that thing mighty fast. I can make it really Columbia-esque. I'll get a hold of uh, Christy Hayden at the zoo, see if she, we can borrow a pygmy hippo yeah. and put it in the backyard for people so they have to deal with... That's actually a really good idea. Well, that wildlife, Predators. Wildlife World Zoo. Yeah. Drop your kids off for three days. Those, those, oh, yeah. And I guarantee you those there. idiots would still wander into an enclosure and get eaten. And these kids didn't have fences. They had to live amongst the wild. The, your idiot kids would go through that zoo. And the, first off, the baby, again, once again, the baby's dead. Oh, this is going to be a great movie. Toughen up your kids this summer. That's what I say, just in case they're on a plane in Columbia someday and this happens to them. Good luck. It's out of control now. For those of you following my surgery progress, and I know that's none of you, (laughs) I'm experiencing something very remarkable right now. The shoulder surgery basically detaches your arm from your body. And the first time I did my left shoulder, it was months. My tricep just turned on. It was a strange, I, I know it's weird to talk about because nobody has, nobody can relate to this. There's like eight people who have had shoulder replacement surgeries listening, but like, I get it. It just, it's functioning again. That, that took two months last time. It's been a week. Which tells you I'm more man than almost everyone listening. My body is doing things Except that. those kids in Columbia. More than, well, those, those kids, well, American, more American man than anyone listening. Great. That is so nuts i cannot tell you how happy that makes me because my biceps still isn't working that's crazy i felt it turn on like uh like a power grid like somebody like just went right down my arm and now i can flex it and do stuff just a week away from being able to pose yeah i can get on a pose down finally i mean that's what i've been waiting for (laughs) with another doughy middle-aged white (laughs) It could happen, Brady. You never know. 
Careful, Toledo. Oh, Toledo's just, well, he, he's got no muscle control. He's got lupus. He lost his. He's, <laughs> I got mine and he got it. Well, you know, the delicate balance of nature. Ouch. That's crazy. Anyway, thank you, Core Institute. Not to make this a commercial, but God damn, what a what a difference this is. So the first, the first check back in at ten a.m. No, it, look, this <laughs> I, it's fine. Just so long as it's on. If it turns off again, I mean, this is totally different than last time. First time I did my shoulder surgery, and for those of you who don't know what it is, Google it. They have to size the. They replace the head of your uh, humerus. On the bone, they take, they cut it off, and then they got to find a size, and then they pop it in and twist your arm around, and if it pops back out, it's not the right size, so then they take it off and they try another size, and they've got it pretty much like whatever your body's going to accept, but even uh, my doctor was like, it's a little odd, so we, you kept popping out, so seven times my arm dislocated while they were trying to find the right mix, and I'm like, man, we we think we got, and eventually they got it seven times. This right one, one. I only got popped out once. I think that has to be why this is going. Right off the rack. Look, I'm knocking on wood, but it is. this has been awesome. I was so afraid of this surgery because the last one sucked so bad on my shoulder. It was so much work. Sorry. I'm just having a little moment for myself here, but I'm happy. Not, that's not normal. Which probably means... What's wrong with me? Well, what's going to happen here, Brady, is I'm going to be like, everything's going so great. And then I'm going to get in my car and get hit by a cement truck. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, jeez, <laughs> chief. Well, you can't be happy in this world without thinking about those things. I'm going to head home and I'm going to jump up and down and play with my dogs and everything's going to be... This guy says, my wife is one of those collectors. She's a Mormon. Got a year's worth of water and a year's worth of spam in our basement. He's like 18 months. You're a spam. 18 months. He goes, Man. I'm sucking. Suck starting that shotgun the second the thing goes down. You think I want to spend all my time eating spam and drinking water with one person in one room for a year and a half? Are they, are they Hawaiian? No, they're Mormons. But spam's cheap and easy. It lasts forever. That's how you survive? Forget it. This is how you survive. Hooters. Bringing you the Brady Report. Hooters for lunch? Bring your babies down there. I want to see a baby eating a chicken wing. <laughs> the challenge. Yeah, like we, like we heard about Don't this morning. Do that. Yeah, the that baby, the baby chicken wing challenge. Idea. It's all you can. Hey, look, I'll tell you this, this right is now. The worst thing. Hooters doesn't know this is happening, but if you bring a baby, that baby is no. all it can eat chicken wings for free. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's going to cost Hooters nothing, and the entertainment value will be through the moon. And Maury Povich will come by in a few years and go, You still eating chicken? <laughs> As we heard this morning. There's a buffalo hot for your kid. My buddy Doug has a baby. And he goes, if I tried to feed baby Rose chicken wings, she'd die in a second. <laughs> Those big giant babies on Maury were eating chicken wings. Well, Doug's not keeping that baby alive anyway. What are you talking is about? He al- is he allowed around <laughs> it? Oh, he's allowed around is it. He? He's a very good dad. <laughs> Look, Eric Clapton. You put <laughs> hers out of a balcony once. There's no reason for you to start bashing Doug. And this isn't Hopkins. It's my buddy Fairchild. We all know Dougie. Uh, anyway, how about Hooters for lunch? Every Monday through Friday, 11 to 2, kids, babies, free chicken wings. All you can eat. Also, $3 off sandwiches for us, uh, uh, you know, adult tooth havers, <laughs> tacos and specialty burgers, only at Hooters. Free chicken wings for anybody with baby teeth or less. That's a Hooters special. I would go there just to watch that. 
I hope somebody goes in there with a couple of infants. I heard on the radio this morning that uh, babies eat free chicken wings. <laughs> and then they have to sit in a separate room because we know what you're up to. You're going to eat those chicken wings and yep. say that they're for the, the babies. Ba- you have to leave the baby. They go into the chicken wing eating room. <laughs> and Brittany <laughs> keeps an eye idea. on them. Brittany keeps, trust me, every Hooters waitress <laughs> is a mother, too. They know how to, they do the Heimlich on those kids. None of them know, none of them don't know what to do in the baby room. So you just assign Brittany the baby chicken wing eating room and you can't do it. Uh, you can't eat with them. We used to get that at Tony Roma's all the time. We'll just have a kid's uh, ribs platter. And that's free with one entree. We'll get a Santa Fe salad and a two kids' ribs platters, please. I see what you're doing. And this party of five <laughs> and their pitcher of water. Wouldn't touch that Santa Fe thing, and each, each of them would eat a rib. The kids, the kids were clean as a whistle at the end of the day, and the mom and dad had fingers. Because they had their Cheerio bags Yeah, because they were chowing down on that. We put a stop to that family. I don't know how he got on this, but Raylo says, uh, John, I honestly think a tattooed baby would be more interesting than a chicken wing baby. <laughs> What? Well, of course it would. But good luck getting an artist to do it. That's some soft skin. I'd be trying to give a tattoo to a pillow. That's pretty great stuff, though. You know what would be even better? Is if the baby had a picture of the baby it lost. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like his, his twin. His twin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, absorbed, he absorbed him in the womb. And they tattoo it on that baby. Aaron somewhere inside of him. Anyway, sorry about that. Hooters brings you the Brady Report, please. And we're just a couple minutes. Oh, we're at the word. Do you have a word? I don't. Real quick, though, okay. people are asking who your doctor is. Uh, Aragi. There you go, guys. He did both shoulders. And both were magnificent. Got like three people. I had my one shoulder done and it stunk. Oh, Who's your doctor? I'm telling you right now. And if it's just been rotate or whatever, oh, that's the easier surgery than full replacement. Aragi covers everything. Ask for call the core and ask for Doctor Aragi and his brother Ali does backs and spines and necks and stuff. That's too much alliteration. International Arash uh, 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 Aragi and uh, Ali Aragi. Ali, yeah. <laughs> Ali trains up there. Uh, I've, I've done some stuff with him. He's they're great. Everybody at the and my other my hip doctor was Doctor Jackowski. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> they're amazing people. And this whatever's going on with his shoulder, I'm telling you, I'm. I got to be six months ahead of schedule with that tricep popping up. All you sh- and I know there's a lot of people out there that have shoulder surgery, and all of them are miserable. I do surgery or I'm shoulder? I'm a DUI guy. You- DUI guy as one word for the word today. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I like it. Brett's right. DUI guy, all one word for our fledgling philanthropy that's you coming. Can't later. Spell that DUI guy. We sp- oh, they can spell that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they know. Yeah. I got this one. <laughs> and please. When you type DUI guy, don't include what you blew. (laughs) (laughs) Just DUI guy. One word. Six letters. And a lot of people must have iPhones because they're hitting that double space and it puts a period at the end Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. 97936-DUI guy. That'll get you qualified for the Man Cave Upgrade from Modelo Especial and our buddies Meathead and the gang up at Prestige Billiards. Brady, sorry, please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Sewing Machine Day. Oh. You shushed me before you said I know. That. I got caught, caught up in a seam. A <laughs> couple of bases, fun facts. He's having a tough week. I'm going to pull you. I hope he's okay, though. Pleats, pleats, pleats. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, sewing with Nancy right now. <laughs> Tennis balls were originally white, but they officially switched them to yellowish green in 1972. I actually almost texted you the other day about that. 
Because the last one to keep it white was Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah, when did they switch? And that changed 1986. Because I was watching the Borg McEnroe movie in the middle of the night the other night, and they were using white tennis balls. I think that was 74 or 5. Yep. And uh, I'm like, they still used white. And I was going to text you, but it was like 4 in the morning. I'm like, eh, it's not that important. And I could have used the internet, and I I care. (laughs) Nah. But yeah, they switched it because it was weird to see the white tennis ball. And that was the big uh, reason when they started televising it. It's hard to look at. Yeah, the yellow ball was easier to. That and I imagine when they put lights on all those stadiums too, that that had to be kind of awkward that it would wash itself out. And it helped the uh, linesmen too. Yeah, that white on white. That's true. Um, Target has its own forensic labs in Las Vegas and Minneapolis where criminal justice experts for forensic scientists solve crimes that happened at Target. Jeez. They also uh, help out in real law enforcement agencies when they need extra manpower or facilities. When you get a kidney transplant, in most cases, if you get a kidney transplant. <laughs> kidneys aren't removed. No, he said when. Oh, I'm going to have it happen? Okay. They just leave them in there? They just stay in your body. Seems like a waste. I didn't. No, they're useless kidneys, or you wouldn't be getting new ones to start yeah, with. I mean, you know, I got extra space. What do they hook them to? Give me the weight loss. Yeah, I guess they'd have to detach them and hook it back up. You know, it's like a hose thing. You and they just leave hose two. Kink, the new, you yeah. just kink the hose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just blob the kidney under on top of the I other? I guess so. Huh. We need more. Like, I need a doctor to tell me why you just don't take it out. You're already there. Maybe it's one of those things that's kind of fibrously stuck to something else. The right. insurance don't cover it. Yeah. <laughs> right. nah, just leave it in there. Removal. No, no, that's extra. It's like clear coat. <laughs> Here are three things that you can do to make yourself luckier. So if you're playing the lottery this week or going to Vegas. Yeah. Number one is act like you're lucky. Oh. One reason people get lucky is that optimists prepare better, put themselves in better situations than pessimists. Mm. Shake up your routine is the second one. When you step out of your comfort zone, your senses will be sharper and more random things will happen. So don't just sit at the top dollar. Gives you job. more chances. No a big hit last Unexpected time. luck. The third one is have a short memory. Something unlucky happy happens, the best thing you can do is forget it immediately. Don't dwell on the negative, as they're saying. Yeah, scientists say the best way to have lucky things... Start happening again is to keep making guy's on smart bets. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. You just showed me on the text. We're not getting DUI guy. We just DUI guy. It that, says. Oh, and then another guy just uh, sent over .245. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's three times, man. man. That's three X. That's extreme. Yeah, that's extreme extreme. That's three X. You you are definitely on a mongoose. Maybe girls bike. Yeah, like you're, you're on a girl's mongoose for sure. Toting some Taco Bell. Yeah, got, his, got his meal for just him because guess who lives alone now? You you blow a point two four five and come home and say, we can't use the car and I got to uh, ride to work. Mama's leaving. You made me think about that. So would you ride your bike to your weekly visit with your kid? Or in my case, do I have Alex come and get oh. me? Because <laughs> I bought You got to do something. Worse still. Is Dawn drops him off. Oh, that's <laughs> Thank you. Put him on the handlebars and take him to Taco Bell. Alex stands on those pegs she was, on the back wheel. He's, yeah, he's we, pegging on daddy. We were together when I got mine. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yours. 
You were together when you got it? Yeah. Oh, you had to just, oh, you had to bleed had to out the ears. Yes, 100%. How did you tell her? From another room, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> like on a phone. That was He faxed, he heard that her. That was right before we got back together after a little split. And so I had to tell her from my apartment. Did you do the, the thing like, like in Scooby-Doo where you said something and then you just shot up in the air and you heard... <laughs> you ran away before the first words? Yeah. Oh, she had to verbally abuse you. And Donald's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you blow? Yours wasn't huge. No, mine was, I think it was right at the legal limit. Oh, man. But you were weaving around texting. Uh, no, it wasn't texting. It was, that was, was it before, before text? we were oh. so attached to text. That was uh, 2007. I thought you were weaving around doing some phone stuff. No. I, I had, uh, remember, I love Katie? Yeah. Went to went to a concert with Katie, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I was leaving. I dropped her off, and I was I was I heading away from, from her apartment. Love Katie. I love Katie. <laughs> Katie was a girl who worked here, and one of the guys, Ryan, was just head over heels. And every time she'd walk by, I love Katie. We know Ryan. <laughs> you took her out, and we you went, were with Don. We went to a nice. concert. Oh, you, were, you were trying to get murdered. Well, was, you were trying to get murdered. One of the issues. Yeah. OJ's wife did a, a safer <laughs> thing than you. I got a DUI yeah. with a girl. Yeah, I would <laughs> get a DUI. No, no, she's a tough she's, with she's, a hot. I know. with a but hot just, promo girl. I love uh, let me explain some things. Well, probably driving real fast, getting away from Ryan, who was eyeballing your date. Right. And why were you? I swerving? think he called me in. What you doing with uh, Toledo? I love Katie. He doesn't know that. <laughs> so you had her in the car? No, no, no. I just dropped her off at her <laughs> oh, apartment. We oh. just got back. So from your the legs concert. were weak. You had wobbly legs. Ice. Drunk. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Driving home to that shrew (laughs) with wobbly legs and lies in your head. Man, oh, man, that had to be tough. Going home to a Who concert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the decibel level was... Oh, thank God I don't have to go home tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I've been drinking a lot. Lock me up. Can you take me right now? No, we're just going to put you in a cab. What? What? No. No, Let me take it from here, officers. I love Katie. (laughs) The sex experts at lovehoney.com recently conducted several surveys asking men and women which profess- professions they consider the most sexually attractive. And women, What women think are sexy. And what men think. Oh, man. The top ten sexiest professions. Doctors. According to women. Firefighter, builder, police officer, doctor. Nurse used to be the fantasy, right? But Mechanic, yeah. paramedic, musician, electrician. Farmer and lawyer. Look, chicks dig mechanics, and I don't know what there is about that. I never saw a moisture farm quite develop as fast as it did when we were at Ron Caps's pits working on that car. That's like I was was watching. (laughs) And I look over, and Megan and Ronnie, and I forget who else was just drooling. I'm like, what's going on? Something so sexy about a guy just working with his hands like that. Every one of them. Stand over here. (laughs) Big Yeah. I'm going to walk over here for a second, if you don't mind, and watch from behind. Did you sit on a sponge? What, what's wrong? Wait for me, Megan. Hey, those ladies over there making a lot of noise, walking around, watching. But these mechanics, not a one of them was handsome. They were kind of blobby. Something about them working. But their hands so strong. They wanted to get beaten up and manhandled, just punched in the cans by these mechanics for Napa. The top ten sexiest professions, according to men... Same thing, mechanic. Flight attendant, nurse, secretary, teacher, actor, police officer, doctor, bartender, maid, 
and singer. That's Flight right. attendant. Depends on what airline. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're on been Spirit a long or something. JSX. JSX. Is, I was going to say JSX is the only time. It's been a long time on a commercial airline that I've seen the old-fashioned Pan Am flight attendants. And on the flip side, being a judge ranked as the least sexy profession for both men and <laughs> the women. The outfit. It's from DUI guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing sexy about you, ma'am. The By the way, have you seen Trump's lawyer? Uh-oh. Oh, I'll look her up. Uh, hold on. Sweet. I saw her name. I wrote her name down. Uh, Why are you no, doing that? The that? rest of the least sexy jobs, web developers, politicians, marketing executives, and designers. <coughs> oh, boy. Uh, her name is, uh, damn it, Lindsay Halligan. I don't know if this is a good lawyer or not, but I'd hire her. The, How right, well does she know the uh, judges? Well, Trump appointed the judges, I mean, which is pretty cool. But this will be interesting. She was on TV yesterday, and I'm like, I think Trump's down yeah. to the... Well, those aren't great pictures, but that's a pretty good-looking that's lawyer. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's a pretty solid-looking lawyer. Yeah. Oh, she was on TV yesterday, and I'm like, Trump's getting it done with this lawyer. Oh, there she's in her underpants. Goes, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah, pretty solid. So, oh, here we go. Here's a full body shot. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, real good. You know, and I don't even know if you know law in Florida or international or whatever. You're hired. It's the hair. She's got that sweeping hot hair. We're all just staring. He's in good hands. Oh, yeah. Interesting, this story came out. The states most and least likely to survive an alien invasion. Arkansas. New York. Most. As the most or as the... Uh, they're the most prepared. They conducted yeah. the study or to Texas. determine which state, yeah. state well, they're citizens well armed. Yeah, that's true. would be better off in an alien invasion, taking into account things like landscape and terrain, San uh, Francisco. defense, science, medical resources, plus food and beverage no. manufacturing. Uh-uh. In the end, Virginia had the best alien survival score. Georgia was second, followed by Massachusetts, New York, Louisiana, Illinois, Maryland, Missouri, Alabama, and Wisconsin. New York State. New York State. Yeah. Boston, they just want to get the hell out of yeah, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, the we'll state, take the loss. The aliens aren't landing in no. Boston. The second they hear that accent, they're leaving. Where you have the lowest chance of survival, Nevada. Also home of Area 51. And there was just a UFO sighting this weekend. Arizona was second. Most doomed. Huh. Followed by Wyoming, Idaho, Nebraska, Oregon, Montana, New Mexico, Maine, and Utah. Is this an invasion or just a places. showing? Like if they just show Alien up. Alien invasion. So they're coming to fight. We're screwed. Yeah. Okay. I would join up. Giant them. states with no people in them. So you can take large swaths of land yeah, easily. I, I would join the aliens. And I think uh, the amount of UFO sightings, the West seems to have more than now. That. It used to be yeah. the South, mm-hmm. but the West used to have more because the skies were clearer. There was less light out here, and there still is. Like you go up to Flag, it's still pretty bright, and the skies are. Although it's getting worse. A recent Phoenix poll. glows. They they asked Phoenix that too, like the low light cities on the outskirts, because it was affecting that giant thing in Flagstaff. A poll recently asked thousands of people if they thought tossing a banana peel on the ground was littering. 
about 49% said yes. 36% said it depends. I, I'm in that group. They're saying if it's in the uh, woods or somewhere. <laughs> not not exactly. If it's not where street. people are walking. Yeah. And 14% said no. Because it's biodegradable or whatever. It just yeah. goes away. Like if it's a Maryvale, it doesn't matter. You just, right. you know, just throw it out. You just chuck it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, you, you know, if, you're, if you're on a city sidewalk and you drive a banana peel, you're a dick. But if you're on a bike trail or something, you just chuck it in there. Something will eat it. This dude in Canada named Robert Fedrock was uh, creating a walking trail through his property. <laughs> it's not a real person. This is a Flintstones episode. <laughs> Bobby Fedrock. No, it's not a nope. thing. He was uh, creating a walking he trail. A band? He has to have a <laughs> yeah. band. Hey, Bonnie, Bobby Fedrock's here. <laughs> hey, Freddie. Going over the Fedrock. Does he work for Mr. Slate? Too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie. Mr. Fedrock is banging Betty. <laughs> hey, Fred. I'm impotent. <laughs> So while creating this walking trail through his property, he stumbled upon a very large vine. Turns out it was poison ivy. Oh, boy. Now the world's tallest poison ivy plant on record. Uh, Usually a poison ivy uh, vine grows between one to four feet. Sure. This vine climbed up the tree, measured 68 feet in length. Jeez. That's shattering the record, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is this in to get an accurate measurement, he had to clear a dense pa- patch of uh, buck- buckthorn. I'm, I'm lost in Fedrock. I don't know what's going on at all. <laughs> Fedrock is the, the guy. No, I knew He's that. The, I'm just, in this oh, world record. I see. You're lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tallest poison ivy plant. So he cleared it out, and now you can see the poison ivy plant, and it's all... all. Wait, is that his house? It's in his on his property. This dirt bag house. has 70-foot weeds? Yeah, he owns a property, you know. Few acres. Clean it Canada. up. Clean, Clean it up. It up. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He's been making a trail. You're guessing he had it. But now he can acres. see it in full glory. He's not taking it down. Maybe that bird he uses as a hedge trimmer, <laughs> clacking its feet together, just couldn't get through the <laughs> fed rock. Come on. <laughs> a customer donated a lead pig at a uh, thrift store, which. Uh, it looked uh, pretty cool, but uh, some people... It... <laughs> That's up for debate. <laughs> so the store contacted uh, the authorities, including the Boston Hazardous Materials Response Team. They confirmed that the item did at one point hold some type of radioactive powdery material. They didn't say what it was, but the radiation was uh, a very low level. Several employees had... Handled the lead pig without gloves, so they were taken to get tests. Who made the, the lead pig? Time. They're not saying. What was the lead pig's purpose? Yeah, was it to hide it to secretly? They're not saying. Yeah. When they first made it, was it supposed to give everyone in the room cancer? <laughs> was it Oppenheimer's first test? It's to hype the movie. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Oppenheimer originally just wanted to drop lead pigs on Japan. The store was closed slow burn. for a couple of days. It's reopened. Police are still looking into it, okay. but at this point, they don't believe it's anything criminal. Cops still want to. The catch donation that was made by someone who didn't realize on. it was dangerous. Yeah. Got me on the trail of some yeah, lead pig. Lead pig caper that we got going on over here. We got this kid in Japan is being um, taken to court. We got a lawsuit against him. It's a high school kid. He was in the Shushiro 
restaurant, which is a sushi chain in Japan. And they're suing him for $480,000 in damages. Wow. The dude licked his finger and then put the licked fingers on a, a, a sushi roll. It's sushi on the conveyor belts. So he was doing a viral oh, video sushi, yeah. showing him where he's going to basically spit on the sushi rolls. Right. The company says since that happened and it did go viral, the their business has gone down. Here's a question. How often do you suppose your wife or girlfriend spits in your meal? <laughs> well, let's see. I'm pretty sure I've eaten. I don't think she... Um, I bet she does. I don't think she... Well, the spinning's one thing. I don't think she's uh, licking her finger like turning a page in a book and then putting no. it on your food. No, I think maybe. Spoons. I think she's slobbered on spoons. Yeah, I think you've... Drug it through. She's rubbed a... Yeah, she's rubbed a spatula in her ass crack once before... Just because she hates if, you. If There's she no has, way. If a she cook, has, it's, it's if, pretty if, good. If you ever, well, yeah, you, you, because you're you're oblivious to it. And you keep those rose-colored glasses on. But if you ever made a cook... As, Don't care. Yes, you do. If you've ever made a cook at a restaurant as mad as you've made Ronnie in the past, you would never let him cook for you. And we do it all the time. After we get into a nice little fight or something, she always wants like, to make you, make something? you something? <laughs> right. It's their way. I'm convinced of it. I've had eggs before that I'm pretty sure were... <laughs> This These are kind of runny. This sandwich has a lot of cheese on it. Normally, don't put as much cheese. It hides the spittle. This could be why I do most of the cooking. So you can spit in don't, it? Really? Well, Those are oysters in the eggs? <laughs> or what was the ranch that uh, Gallagher's that you said they were making? Oh, they were just making basic ranch, and that dude was spitting in that five-gallon thing while he, while he stirred it. So we were out the other night, and I'm like, are you spitting in that? It's five gallons, man. That's disgusting. <laughs> it can handle a little spit. The guy was chewing. That's horrible. Let's get to some brand new videos. You don't think Ronnie's ever tainted your food, ever? Never. I don't. I guarantee she she has. She cares so much for me. I I know she cares for you, but not that much. Like, you've pissed her off and been sitting on that couch not listening. Oh, there's been, yeah. She's spitting your food. There's been foreign objects. There's fingernails. Oh, she has. (laughs) Earwax. You name it. Earwax is probably one I never thought of, but I bet you there's loads of those little taters in there. (laughs) <laughs> on a weird day after a, a head cold and she's got the, and they're yellow and she's popping one out. Makes that potato salad so good. Or she looks at her Q-tip and she goes, mm, I'm saving this. What's in the this. curry today? I'm saving this for that asshole. <laughs> Puts that in her pocket. <laughs> Sorry about everything. Man. That's all right. Just make with the mac and cheese. We don't want to think she about flavor in this pumpkin pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. How often do you think it's happening? Again, go into a restaurant and infuriate the cook the way you do your wife. Yep. And then trust him to make you his nickels. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't do it. <laughs> the guy from What Would Brady Do Yesterday? He's eating a load. Oh, that stuff. guy's eating so much. Turds. Girl turds. <laughs> not sure if you saw this yesterday, but um, just after the show, the news came out in Philadelphia that I-95 collapsed. Not all of it. It was before. A part yeah, of it. Over the weekend. There's an interview with a guy from Philly. That, oh, uh, we got a good one here. Is it? Uh, I'm not sure if you can tell he's from it, Philly or not. Oh, he's got the accent. Is it water? Is it water and ice guy? <laughs> you get over there and that whole thing fell down. Can't know what's going on. Worst accent in the world next to Boston. I was passed out and I woke up to nothing but text messages, phone calls. I had no idea what was going on. I got dressed. I came out. I look down, and I smell like a smoky smell, and I'm like, damn, dude, so 
Hey, ask him again. It's crazy. About a storyteller. Yeah. 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 Did you know what was happening yet, or did it just look yeah. like a fire? Well, no. Nah, so I got all those text messages, screenshots. I'm like, everybody's like, yo, where's this at? Like, nobody had, like, a direct, like, location. <laughs> Mr. So Philly. Was, like, <laughs> this is what Rocky should have sounded like. like. Bro, that's right by my apartment. So... So no, because then I wouldn't have liked Rocky. Rocky. Nobody would have liked Rocky. No one would have liked Rocky if he was truly right, from dude, Philadelphia. I was out when that happened. Dude, so I was anyway, Kerry Eagles. <laughs> Smoking hot chick walks up. What's worse, Boston or Philly Boston. accent? Not Boston. Okay. Is, Boston right, is yeah. ten times worse. Philly is... If, it's if, close. If, if it's yeah, the it's end close. of the world and you've got a Philly or Boston girl to live with, I'm sorry. It's a horrible, horrible situation, but Philly wins. Kill Boston. Marry Philly. Next one's a little parkour. Guy's He's better be shoes. good. He's trying to do a little backflip. We're getting complaints, Brady, that your videos are boring and bad now. You got to just you got to step it up because Brett's right. brought the thunder. We're gonna, we're gonna limit you. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna, about. yeah, no. There's been a few where people are like, "What even let Brady have those ones with the bug just standing?" Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's a good one though. This one, yeah. <laughs> Asian guy plants his head into the ground. Oh, that was an awesome backflip. Into oh. spinal cord injury. Now that's what we're looking for, There's Brady. Caleb. All right, that's what we're looking for. Don't bring me anything that doesn't have some sort of a payoff. Some sporting events. We got a basketball game. Does it have it's a payoff? A, it's a hard foul. Okay. Three basketball game. Pittsburgh Pass State. out to the three-point line, and then, oh, three seconds afterwards, <laughs> OJ kills the white kid. <laughs> wow. Oh, he just close lines him. All right. No whistle. Like last night, last night came out. Yeah, the Nuggets uh, got away with one. Might be a yellow card on this so- in this right. soccer game here. Oh, wait a minute, there's one. Uh, kind of pushes soccer? him down, but his teammate helps him out here. The goalie out of nowhere, and Leroy! Oh, out of the from out of the screen onto the screen with the cleats to the chest, the flying. Front kick one more time, and that guy in the red looks like the Joker out there he's with everybody. Huge. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> nice field too. What a Last dump. one I have is, oh, it's ladies' night at the rodeo. <laughs> All right. Ladies with a bull. Oh, the ladies are on the pitch. And, <laughs> and a bull is... They're trying, to, they're trying to tackle the young bull is the goal. There's about 20 girls out there. This. Oh, there's Vegas, one just... get in there. She's, how about this? This girl's just climbing in. I can do this. She's leaving the stands. There's a man doing it now. He just hops the fence easily. Because he realized the bull is... Get my wife out so of hold there! hold on. The bull was just out of control? No, they put him in there. You try to tackle the bull. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I think yeah. something else. Watch, because this here. one's going right at him, and then she tries to grab the horns. And Does it have like? Is it one of those things where he's got like a thousand dollars tied to his head? Must be because yeah. she's back in it. Yeah, she, 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 got, she got rolled by a bull and then got back up. Right. I'll get that Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do that in Gilbert. Put a Louis Vuitton on a bull and get a bunch of those ladies. Those housewives would leave Postinos for thirty minutes. Uh, all right, Brett, give me a couple. Start with this one. Good ones. This one is just unusual fight at the gas station. All right. Oh, oh, it's a midget and a fully sized woman. Midget gets a knee to the face, pulls back. It looks like a little tiny Tiger Woods fighting a woman. Come on, come on, come on, beat his ass. <laughs> oh, she throws another knee to the face, which is oh, a knee to the face. Finally finishes. Little Tiger Woods is down. Gas is six fifty nine a gallon wherever they are. It looks like Kyler Murray out there. It might have been Kyler. I think it is Kyler. Got the hair and everything. No, she goes for a headshot first and misses wildly because she's got a big reverse. Yeah. Assault charges now. Come on, yeah. come on, come she on, throws the knee here and misses, and then the midget's like, no, charges her, throws a knee right into the throat, and down goes little Kyler. Well, it looks like Colt McCoy's starting next year, too. 
Six fifty nine a gallon. Where are they? Man, I, don't know. I think it was Texas. I'm not sure. Good Lord. All right, and then uh, can't be Texas. I heard everything's bigger in Texas, and that kid was two <laughs> feet tall. Oh. We'll give a nice little uh, motorcycle. Yep. Hitting an on ramp on a snowy road. Here comes another car, and here's another motorcycle. Oh, oh. semi truck! No. Oh, <laughs> oh and here's wow. the aftermath. God damn it, Brett! In your aftermath, <laughs> this one isn't too bad. Wow. And by the way, starting at the end of this week, uh, Toledo will Facebook Live our reactions online because Brett's videos are. All right, I didn't see but that. we can't show the videos though. No, no, no. We can never show the videos. Just what, oh, okay. Here, here we go. Get ready for you. Got to watch kind of. No, no, no. I got one. We got a couple more, but this one's. Gotta watch this one kind of close. Okay. Oh, it's the oh, it's the smashing your ass in somebody's yeah, face. Yeah, you missed it. Look at his oh, arms. Reverse oh, arm. his arm broke. Yeah, he did oh. that Brazilian ass smash to the face thing, and she turned his arm over. Oh man, <laughs> was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> Look at this. Bro, oh, my elbow's forward. The thighs uh, on that girl. That's how my arm feels. Still worth it. Hey, you're not a medic. Get out of here. Look that's at the that's, yeah, yeah, that's... thighs on that oak tree of a woman. She's got. She's on doing a handstand with her feet up on his shoulders, and then smashes her butthole into his face. Man, his bird bones couldn't handle oh. it. Bird bones. Oh. He, he just looks small next to that. He got torqued. Woman is a building. All this right. one. Uh... Oh, a motorcycle ramp Landing through biker. a fire. Oh, and they're supposed to land in a lake, but he overshot the lake. He's on fire, and uh, that's no good. Yeah, way to be prepared. Yeah, <laughs> way to measure that one out, Willies. Come on. All right. Well. And so they can't get across the water. And then and we'll, them out. we'll end with this one. This All is right. probably one of the worst things I think could ever happen to a person. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no, there's no death. No death. No death. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Video is the Porta John has been tipped oh, yeah. over. A Porta John yep. has been tipped over. Oh, and the lift up is just nothing but liquid. Oh, oh the guy is getting out. They Man, tipped he's, him he's over. He's taking like a champ. Yeah, yeah he is. Because I'd be dry ass. heaving. Yeah. Dry heaving. I'd be killing every friend oh, I have. Yeah. I mean, that's put me in, worse. Put me on fire like Okay, that you guys right. got me. You got me. Okay. <laughs> Listen to the music at the concert. Oh, oh, oh. oh. It's Ravi Matthews band going on in the background too. <laughs> oh, what happens when you're late to the there. show? By the way, never been a funny prank. No, no, never. I don't care how much you hate that guy. I might, I might even say this word. Uh, I don't know if I can say it and mean it. I'm going to try to be authentic with this. I wouldn't even do that to Pratt. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, but I would actually. If I, <laughs> Come on now. If I knew I was going to get away with it, I'd tip one over with that jackass in it. <laughs> All right. You have to hate the guy inside. Just know that if your friends pull that prank on you where they tip you over in a porta john, they hate you. No one does that as a joke and then like says, ah, we're friends. Like, they hate you. They're trying to kill you. Bro, can't you take a joke? Because you, you just got... I saw one the other day. It was a dude and he runs and checks the side of it enough to put it over. And the oh. buddy's filming it, and it's his girlfriend that's getting out of that thing. And she's in it? Oh, oh well, yeah. It was and it was, yeah. Yeah. it was thicker than what uh, this guy came Yeah, but, I mean, she, oh, a lot of sound meals were past yeah. us. <laughs> They're running rich in that town. <laughs> and you say it was his girlfriend, and that's not because she broke up with him. No. Because if you played that joke on Ronnie or I did it on Meg, and we knocked her over in a port oh, I'd remember. I'd break up with her after, like, I didn't know I was going to tip over. We can't. I can never touch you again. 
If she doesn't ever flush the toilet and I see a floater, there's a chance we're done anyway. That uh, the Brian Adams girl that left me the the Brian Adams forgery. When I went into her bathroom once, there was a little orange chocolate uh, Hershey's uh, Kiss floating around uh, in there. Like, yeah, you left a little popcorn shrimp in the toilet. Next time you do that, we break up. <laughs> you get one strike. What? Yeah, no, that was... Because now I know we can't do it anyway. You just turded and you haven't showered. I'm not going down there. And some of it didn't go down because it was either too light and fluffy or it was like tempura. It just stayed light up. Fluffy. It was a little popcorn shrimp. It was like a little orange popcorn shrimp. Mega had like too much fiber. Yeah, it was too floaty. It fought back on the flush power. And I went in there to pee, and there it was, just like, "What's up, bro?" Oh God. <laughs> Do you eat gumballs? Yeah, I would even say, yeah, what, you, what is in... Well, come here for a second. What is this? <laughs> Tell me you spit that out, because otherwise we're done. I did. I told her. I'm like, you leave another floater. Double flush it. Stick around. Make sure make sure all the stains are gone. Make sure there's no... That never happens. I'm like, all right. Well, whatever it is. And I don't know why it's orange. I'm, I'm done asking questions. But this is... Looks like you've been eating too much pumpkin dog food. <laughs> No more super jawbreakers. <laughs> That's it. You know what? You're off food for three days. You need to tighten up anyway. <laughs> I've noticed since we started dating, you've put a couple on. We've got to tighten you back up. So no food for you, and that way this won't happen again. You're going to get mad at me for this? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. You know how much time I spend down there? That abandoned mine has to be closed off with two pieces of wood over it. I can't know that's active. Gross. Uh, anyway. D-U-I guy, one word, six letters, all crammed together. Uh, that's what we're looking at. 585-9800. And the reason why is because we want to start a program later where you guys get a bicycle that's not being used in a in a drop-off. And we got to talk to Josh at Action Ride Shop. It's yeah. a great idea. You drop the bikes off at Josh's, and then you come into Action Ride Shop and, and show what you blew. <laughs> and if you blew anything over a .18, he'll just give you one of the bikes off the pile. Now... Josh gets, you know, he just has to store them. So Josh stores them. He gives you one for free. Then after that, you assess how it is and then act accordingly at Action Ride Shop by buying new tubes or new brake lines or whatever. That's how Josh makes his money in this program. But you get a free bike, uh, and that's better than stealing your kid's bike out of the garage like I see all you DUI guys do. And it's 97936. What I said? The phone number. Oh, thanks. Did I not say it? You said 589. Oh, I did? 800. Oh, did I give the phone number? Oh, I'm sorry. 97936. You're right. I missed that. Anyway, good luck, everybody. Uh, DUI guy, 97936. That's how you do it. And you'll get all loaded up. Possibly get yourself a brand new game room. There goes your Brady Report. It's out of control now. No strength. That hurt. I'm overthinking it. Monday, or I mean Tuesday, just screaming by us. What is going on? It's already 10 to 9. Let's get out of here. All, right, all the other morning shows do it. Why do we have to stay extra? Because uh, because we because we do well. We, we're better that way. We we're care first about on We care about I got an email uh, that said uh, about the banana peel being littering. But of course, Brett doesn't think that's littering. 
Uh, that was the only way to make Donkey Kong spin out in his world. <laughs> That's true. It's Luigi and Mario used to chuck uh, banana peels out onto the road. It's more of a tool. <laughs> and make the giant ape spin around. <laughs> you need a banana peel in the car in case you're getting chased by, you know, Kong. You never know. You never know. You're crazy out there. Anyway, that is very true. Brett's people reliant for years if you're a studier of the Italians through Mario and Luigi, as am I. They're the only ones I know. I know Columbus, I know Mario, I know Luigi, and I know the cast of The Godfather. Outside of that. That's Sopranos. That's true. The Sopranos as well. It's pretty great. Uh, it is, uh, the word we're looking for today is DUI guy. And uh, I'm actually shocked at our little, the little infantile idea we had here. Uh, getting legs on my emails, which is kind of scary. Is that uh, I had a DUI and I would have killed for a bike. <laughs> Uh, when I used to ride my bike over to my uh, my old boxing trainer, Pete Chavez, used to be on 7th Avenue in Missouri. That was about a six-mile, maybe a little more ride for me. Maybe a little more than that. And I used to ride down Bethany home to 7th. And I'm not kidding. I said this before. Every, the second I would pass Central Avenue into the avenues, I would get screamed at. Ah, would you blow? Do you, I? I'm like, I'm just on a bike. I'm a man on a bicycle enjoying his day. He's like, no, you're not. Not on the west side. Central Phoenix, the Biltmore area, people ride their bikes for recreation, and no one ever screams, do you, I, at you at, like, you know, when you're going through the mall parking lot. You get over there, with a, you get close to 3rd Avenue, and you are, you blew a, a point three. There's no question in anyone's mind. There's no reason to ride a bicycle anywhere over there. And then I started to think, well, I'm a target. Something's going on here. Uh, so we had the idea, you know, after looking at that guy yesterday. And I, I, I sent you guys the picture. We should put it on Facebook. But blur, right. blur, blur the poor bastard's face out. And he was riding a girl's 20-inch dirt bike. Which means it wasn't even, like, name brand. I don't even know. Did Diamondback and Redline and Not Mongoose, that I know they make girls' bikes? No, those were all, like, Huffies and yeah, Schwinn's They and get stuff. The, the Sears Roebuck bike. This poor guy, whatever his daughter outgrew, he was riding. So we came up with this idea, and we haven't talked to Josh about it, but he's going to do it at Action Ride Shop. Guys, like, I'd kill for a bike. A rental? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's a giveaway. Josh doesn't want it back for crying out loud. Or, or brother bros out. Man. Or, yeah, if you want, hey, I want to donate it back. But it's yeah, an yeah, annual donation. Yeah. You can't yeah. just keep donating it. Like, use it for three. What's a DUI run? Like, uh, how long are you without a license? It's a year, isn't it? Depends. Well, I think you get. I think you get. It's a certain amount of time. Then you got to get the blower in your car, and then you got to. That's true. You know. But when you go dirt bike, you're on your second one. Oh, second or third. What's what is it? You had a license the whole time, right? No, I lost my license for thirty days. Thirty days. Okay. So that was why uh, the late Tom Belcher had to bring me in from Maricopa. He died. He died. I didn't know that. Of Fordham driving you to work? Uh, No, (laughs) he died after that was over. (laughs) Too fun for me to die. I didn't care about your real answer. <laughs> it was just too funny. I didn't know Belcher croaked. Yeah. Well, that's sad. I guess I probably did and forgot. But. I think he had a. I think he had a heart problem. He was a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had a heart problem. But he was your ride for yep. a month, and he offered it up after you threw it out there on the air that you couldn't drive anymore. I don't remember well, any said, of that. We need to get Toledo into the the, the, uh, station. the stadio station in the morning. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, most people should have Belcher just fired Belcher texted in. Belcher texted in and said, said I got to be in it this time. I'm like, all right. And every morning, Belcher. Hi, Richard. Hey, thanks for the ride. And you guys 30-date it. Yep. And then he hung himself. Like, I never want to do anything like this again. <laughs> That's it? That's it? I've seen what the worst thing humanity is to has to offer. 
Goodbye, cruel world. Much like his wife, I'm kicking him to the yeah, curb. Yeah, you're out. So it's 30 days. So you have to have probably two. Me, and I right. got, I, th- mine was 16 years ago. And so yeah, the, a long the time ago. punishments now are, are, are a lot tougher. Like the fines are tougher. One to 12 that. months. Maybe and I didn't, so. I didn't have to have an interlock. Yeah. So I got, I got. Point right one eight or more. That. Anything that makes it so your license goes away. And then we'll get the donations over to Action Ride And today, just take your, your uh, kid's bike that your child has outgrown. Donate it to the cause. And then when uh, Josh is done with it, he can give it over to one of those real charities that does work for, you know, refurbishing bikes for kids. There's a couple of those in town. Too. We double down on this thing. We help out some bros who DUI'd up a little bit. Dummies. And as I say, I don't believe, but uh, this is a great sentence if you're a believer. But for the grace of God, go I. There's been plenty of times I probably should have been on Toledo's road. I've done some dumb driving in the past. I'm not going to lie. And I know there's a lot of you out there who have. You got one, too. No. You didn't get one. one. You were drunk and smashed into something. Yeah, I didn't get one, though, they luckily. They didn't give you DUI. Because nope. your lesson was the, the coma. Hospital. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was in the I was in ICU for four days. So, yeah. But you still didn't got a license. One. Like, you could have dri- you could have driven home from the hospital. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. You know what? You need to ride your bike to work for a month <laughs> just to make good for all the guys. The, who- one, the one thing we got to figure out is how are we going to get these guys from the west side to Josh and, and you know. So, you know what? They should have <laughs> thought of that before well, they started. Oh, I agree. There's I a agree. bus line that gets over there. That's the true. light rail. <laughs> yeah. That's they're true. Gonna, they're going to hook it up on the light rail anyway eventually. That's right. You got to get used to your light rail trail and then put it on the front of it. Yep. I like this. I don't know how serious these people are, but I just want to, really all I want to do is just load up Action Ride Shop with a bunch of dirty old kids' bikes <laughs> and then wait for the stragglers of society to come wandering. But you'd be surprised. Everybody thinks DUI guy on a dirt bike is, you know, some loser. There's a lot of DUIs out there. You have to do the bike of shame. People are emailing in their point three blows and oh like, my God, man. We have so many that are over point we're three. We're on the road with these people. That's not a, I mean, and also a lot of point two. So, I mean, when they do it, they They're doing do it. it. It doesn't take much to get there. I remember when I was in the band days, years and years and years ago, driving that Jeep from the Mason Jar all the way back to Mesa, full of drums. And uh, I should not have been doing that. Last Friday at ever. that fish fry with Ronnie's uh, relatives and stuff, I yeah. drove one of the old ladies home, designated driver. All right. Oh, no. All right. She Brady. lived right in the neighborhood. Is that a euphemism for and, something? Um, Driving the no, old lady? No, I, I had Ronnie <laughs> and Kirby follow me. Oh. Driver, oh, got her car home. Yeah, because she would have had a tough time getting in the next morning. And um, Why? How old was she? 85. Oh, shouldn't be driving she shouldn't be driving her. anyway. Yeah. yeah. 85 and you drunk? Look LeSabre in mint condition. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, she'd survive that wreck driving that giant semi, right? What year? The would, big ones or was, the no, when they was, turned them into you know, park it was probably engines? probably a... 90s? 2012. Oh, geez. Yeah, I didn't even know they still of, made LeSabres. Did they bring them I back or something? Have, maybe it's a Lucerne. Maybe the LeSabre. Lucerne? The... Is the Buick Isn't Lucerne, butter? I think. Okay. Yeah, hey, I thought it was, it was butter, Lucerne too. Lucerne a car? I thought it was butter. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's a Lucerne. It's a dairy product. But either way, that old lady shouldn't have been driving either. See, your parties sound fun. It was. You, man, a geez. 15-year-old and an 85-year-old lady. Looped. Getting I'm plastered like together. You, you and Kirby head home. I'll be all right. <laughs> was she looped or was she suffering from some sort of uh, no, she was, uh, disorder? She had been there There's earlier. a Lucerne. Brady's right. They make butter cars. <laughs> she had a Buick Lucerne. Sweet ride. That's what was she looped on? She wine? Yeah, white wine. Nice. 
former competitive ballroom dancer. Years ago. Yep. You got to know her, huh? <laughs> oh, that was, she, you know, you stood up and told three things about yourself during the table. Well, we were in an around. AA meeting with a kid? Yeah, no it kidding. was, kind of. Okay. You were in an intervention, I think. And what was the other game you the played? The one lady stood up. Jared Garcia held my seven-month-old baby, and he had dirty nails. I'll never forget it. <laughs> the Grateful Dead old lady? She worked for the dead for years. I'm like, oh, the guy I work with would love Brady, class acts. This sounds quite a bit like what a judge would force you to go to after a DUI. I was it's forced just to go. Like this. Jeez, no, I went No, you, went could, you went. And you yeah, said it yeah. already. We heard you. And then you great. realized. I had a great time. That was a great moment right there. When you've said what you really felt and then realized Ronnie might be listening and you don't want her to spit in your food. So you tried to clear it up. No, I made us all go. Uh-huh. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Ronnie's fat. How come Ronnie's family gathering had to everybody had to get up and get to know each other? Because some of the people have never met each other oh. before. So it wasn't much of a family gathering. Sounds terrible. Oh, it does. Well, it was a mix of family and three or four outsiders. Wow. Just let the outsiders well, I've never mangle. Met him. Yeah. I, I only knew like two. What or were three your of three them. facts? Um, you should have. You should always lead with the one. I stuffed dog hair in a girl's <laughs> once. I didn't do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Now you're an ass clown. <laughs> she blew up like uh, Faruka or whatever the no Violet Beauregard from uh, Willy Wonka. Just poof, poof, poof. Labias for miles. Looked like eighty days around the world. Questions? What did he say? I believe he blew up a woman's vagina with dog hair. John, your bike program is going to get some legs because right now the mandatory sentence is one year suspended oh. license and one year interlock. This guy, this guy says, my, my uncle has gotten over 30 DUIs in oh his life. God. He has a valid license in Ohio. How? Every single yeah, no one kidding. of those what? Uh, Halloween in a different county. They don't share records between offices. Wow. Let that soak in. Another reason not to live in Ohio. My highest drunk blow, five foot six, one hundred twenty pounds, point five six. He works Whoa. for an insurance company. Wow. Five, six, one twenty. Yeah, that's dead. You're almost dead. Either way. The DUI uh DUI guy bike giveaway. You know you never see a chick riding a bicycle. To work. Because if she's good looking, she's, she's got to ride. ride. It don't yeah. matter. Yeah. Like she, she's it's always DUI guy. <laughs> DUI guy is the only one you ever see. You never see a girl like just on a dirt bike she stole from her kid going to work. It doesn't happen. John, I tell my friends all the time, the Uber Lyft, even tipping him a 20 is worth it not to get yeah. the DUI. Oh, completely. And leaving, like my big beef has always been, I don't want to leave my car here. Right. So I usually temper my drinking when I go and I have my car. I'm like, I'll have a couple. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to. I don't get. Do you remember that service that came to the old building for a little bit? The guy would come. Oh, with a bike in his. With, yeah. He'd have a little moped that would fold up and put in the back of your yeah. trunk. And then he'd moped home. And then he'd moped back. Unfortunately. So he would drive your car to your house with he you was in it. run over by a drunk driver on that little <laughs> tiny bike no right. one could see. It was a bike like a like a clown bike. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, DUI bikes for DUI guys. Drop them off today at Action Ride Shop. Josh will have no idea what's going on. Holmberg should have just put this here. I don't want this. <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm done with it. I get my license back tomorrow, so. <laughs> you, Josh. <laughs> well, what did I do? Yeah, it's a good idea. Or we just use it like uh, we do the birds. 
just DUI bikes laying all over the city. <laughs> yep. Just, you know, or this guy says, how about an Easter keg hunt? Hide bikes all over the place and DUI offenders can come by. I've already found three white ones. No, no, no. Don't take those. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we put those to use? Those spray-painted white ones. After a while, everybody's over what happened, right? We can put the bike back to use with a DUI guy. You get a white yeah, bike. That's, that's how. A, that's how we can ID thing. you. You get a. You get a memorialized bicycle, and that's how we know you're a DUI guy. Hey, I also have this thing. Tell me what you think of this. Uh oh. <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm off the medicine, so everything's functioning again. So last night I'm watching, and the news says we got a huge homeless problem. We got <clears throat> like 800 70 percent massive. Or like yeah. we're going crazy, and they're trying to figure out. Hear me out before you judge. I know you're going to make some noise. This is a good idea. It starts off a little shaky. Give me a minute. So they're trying to like refurbish old mall, like Fiesta Mall and Superstition yeah. Springs. Like maybe you can put them in there and kind of access to food and stuff like that. I'm cool with that. But if you're in there for more than 60 days, you get on the E list. <laughs> right? So you can be euthanized. After 90 days in the thing, well, just like the dog pound, nobody comes and claims you, you're out. So here's my pl- – and I know that sounds drastic, but let's – like the E-list is out there. and there Who are- claims you, though? Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm all for it. <laughs> I know you are. I know you vote. are. Yeah, yeah. Wow. got my vote. Culling the herd, Brett and I are on the same page. So all these people go – and so the ones that like realize they're on the E-list will show ambition and get the hell out of there. Otherwise, we put them up on a website and go, here's this week's e-list like they do down at the shelter. And then, you know, county so does you, it. So you and people run down again. into Wednesday's adult? Yes. Yeah. Well, no, not even that. That's like, no, because they don't e-list the ad- adoptees. Yeah, because it's like. But you don't adopt it. So these religious do-gooders will lose their minds if there's an e-list and then start taking them in and fostering. They're the ones that take them in right now. For no, the they most don't. Part. Not, they say they do. They, all they do is just give them some food and send them on their way. I'm talking about like you can't have them on the streets. They're on the streets. They get wrangled by the dog catcher, and we take them over to these malls and go, sorry. And that if you don't, do you have a job? I'm like, no, I'm not working. Like, okay, we're going to keep you here. You're going to have a safe place to stay. You got 60 days to get it together. Otherwise, you're on the e list, and then you got 30 days to get claimed. You're going to be making you're, you're going to be making phone calls. You're going to be losing your mind. No heroin in the mall. So maybe uh, as like a state featured thing, we turn Dillard's into like a rehab center, so you can spend the first 28 days in there. Right? You're not. This is a good idea, Richard. No, I'm just reading the text. The e list is a good idea. No one would ever get euthanized, and if they did, nah. but no one would ever get euthanized because somebody, some church group, would claim it's still them. in the fine print. Right. Okay, But it's how we handle the problem with the animals. I'm not saying they're animals. I'm just saying if we want a real solution here, I've got one. I love it, John. Uh, now tell me how we speed up those 60 days. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> time is time. Sorry, that's I didn't not, mean to text it. <laughs> oh, Brett, please. <laughs> Brett, don't use the text machine. You've got a microphone. We don't want to speed it up. And they don't get it in 60. They go on the e-list in 60. Then you got 30 days. So you got a recovery program in 28 days. you got 32 more days to figure it all out. To make some phone calls, to get claimed. So the mall becomes here's a, a mall of substance abuse and recovery and every other the thing Dillard's that's there. Sure, the Dillard's is substance abuse, and then okay. you know everybody's got a little place to hang out, sure. bathrooms, keeps them off the like Japan. They give you a little cubicle. Look, because I don't know what the percentage too of the ones that are mentally ill. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like a That's big right. percentage. So I don't know if that can be Somebody's gotta claim 60 that. days. Oh, you can't cure it. I'm not saying you're going to Because the that. facilities that they're supposed to be in... Are over you, wow. same thing well, at the county. The state yeah. They tell you when they've got when they've got a trigger and the dog can't yeah. be around other dogs and like they, they'll tell you like this one's pretty good but it can't be around you know it's got some stuff going on and then some church group comes and claims it. A metro center's wide open. I mean, well, they're putting you know, a new place up there. I think it doesn't matter. It's on the it's on the west side. It, it's, <laughs> they already got built in clientele right there. Um, it's not a, a far haul. It's right off the 17, yeah. Lo- conveniently located. Yeah. This is a good idea. Plenty of room for bike it's racks got, for DUI yeah, guys. It's got left. And the problem's going to be when we start euthanizing a few of them, that's like, oh, Jesus, they mean that. I, for one, cannot wait till Fridays when I hear the Pacifico pick of them all. <laughs> 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 this is Bruce. He's a good guy. He ran into some hard I times. Spent a little time with Let Bruce. Let me tell you. Cucumber leeches. Shut up, Bruce. Let me do the talking. Bruce has some triggers, probably an only dog. I mean, an only guy at your house. Doesn't need to be around other people. Doesn't like kids much. Doesn't like anything. And thinks he's covered Not in leeches. good with other people. Yeah, keep him, put him in the pool. And he's happy to live in your backyard. Hear me out here, Holmberg. 30 days. Uh, can we involve a firing squad somehow? No, no, you're making it violent. It'll be a peaceful death. The E-list. People want solutions. And then I give one and they're like, that's terrible. All right, so status quo then where they just die on the streets? Okay, out of sight, out of mind. Is that what you'd rather have? Because that's what we're doing. Well, you know, I mean, it um, it makes sense in a lot of different <laughs> cases. But but the tough thing that about it is, I our, don't believe you. Well, no, it does because the problem is we have these programs that help people to try to get back on their yeah. feet, and the problem is it gets milked. It's supposed to be a Brady. Here's you the know thing. the analogy. It's supposed to be a trampoline to get you back right. on your feet, but it's turned into a hammock. Into People a nice just stay in there okay. because they can. Think not it's with a my plan. Bit of that. Yeah. Not with my plan. They don't. You go in there and you get your rehab. You get assessed, and that's the that's where the money comes. Now there is going to be a cost on this, and that's where the money comes in, right? Donations, whatever you want to do, a little tax dollar thing. You've got this dead land anyway, so you know you got some businesses in there that can take it. Maybe one of the churches will do it. They'll take in there. But, uh, uh, you know, the Dillard's is on one end. Maybe the Mormons can handle where the old Robinson's was. The Sears is pretty uh, big. You get the Muslims. I don't know if they know, help we, with that. We saw how Osteen handled it when you, people were asking him to help out. He's an asshole. So that's, you know, you just try to dodge I'm saying that that's his all of them are assholes. No, oh, I agree that's with that. his building. He has his choice. But I'm sure. telling and you right Mormons now. Mormons have a lot of buildings over in Father Mesa Dale too. would have the youth center in the old Sears. So <laughs> all right. But he's not wrong. But let's not uh, jump to all the, the problems. God damn it. I came that's up with solutions. That's not a problem. That's true. Within five minutes, Brett's got the kids in the hot tub. <laughs> Homeless kids don't get euthanized. Just their So parent. what's the age limit? So 18? Oh, no, there's kids in there. We take everybody. Okay. But your parents have... But where do you get on the E-list? So that's a tough saying. one. The yeah. parents don't... Cut, you know, the whole family gets in there. Yeah. Hey, mom and dad are on the cut They got list. 60 days. Puppies are easier to adopt. <laughs> then we got more orphans. Puppies are easier to adopt. You roll in with a couple of stragglers, and they're like, look, mom, dad, you got 60 days to figure this out. You either love them or you love the H. What are you going to do? We'll put you in the Dillards. You got 28 days to figure that out. And you got 32 days to get it all straight. You make some phone calls, make amends with some family, try to figure this whole deal. And then uh, off you go for your last 30 because then we're putting you on the E-list. You, you, technically, you'll have 62 days to get it together before your E-date. Need some uh, a good idea. Need some companies to step up and be able to take that and say, would you take someone on the 60-day program? Right. Because that's a risk. Then, But then you got job fair stuff going on where people are like, we need 35 employees real quick. 
give me 35 of your best. They get out of there. That's a reset button. So if things go wrong, they get another free 60. That's so they like can continually much, go back how, in? How many cycles can they go you through? You can yeah. cycle, but I, I guarantee you. Shouldn't it be a three-strike program or something? Then you're immediately euthanized? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like that idea. But I do like that we, if you don't need the rehab, you start on the E-list the day you get back if it's your third time in. You know, if, yeah, if you keep using it as a system that, you know, but hey, if you're in those 30-day, that it's like a 30-day program, you're work-releasing, you're going out, you're getting some things done, you come back, you sleep at the old the jutin hoops or whatever's inside there, and then you go to work again the next day, you, you work You've got to have a cutoff in. on it because it'll get milked like everything else. There's a cutoff, all right. Yeah, didn't you hear? Death is yeah. the cutoff. <laughs> There's a cutoff, but he, my man. But he goes in, sure. goes back on the H, he gets another 60 days. But, but Brady. Goes okay. out. Goes back on the age. You're talking about you're talking about somebody. You're thinking somebody ambitious is going to go out, earn their way out of the place to live in a home because you can't live on the streets anymore. You go right back to the shelter if you get caught. And so if you yeah if you leave and you get on the H again yeah you're going right on the E list. Also a little insight about how you feel about the homeless. Yeah, they're just going to jump right back onto the train, chase that dragon. No, about uh, programs more than the Chinaman's nightcap is unavoidable once you're once you're part (laughs) of it. Look at Holmberg. He's been on opioids for a week. He's already trying to kill off the homeless. It's a good plan. And it's better than the one we've got. WTF, Adolf, does your camp have <laughs> furnaces and showers too? Okay, does your camp have anything? It's a bunch of tents in the road. and nobody. You just want to ignore it. You're not wrong. It's, but that's not ours. That's we, well, right, we've let them. Oh, no, no, no. That is ours. That is ours. Make no mistake. That is 100% ours because we've decided to go, not in my neighborhood. I don't know where it is and I don't care. You've never been down there. You're not yeah. doing anything about it. You don't want anything to do with it. And then there's a lot of this kind of stuff. I'm sentiment. the same way. I'm not lying about well, it. I'm all them. for it. Let them lord of the flies themselves inside that building, too. And get all the our people out of there. Yeah. Let them take over and form you their own government. Can't muck up business fronts like they're right. complaining about down there. It's, it's an idea. I don't hear any ideas. I hear just money. Throw money at it and then move them around. This is a good one. Put them on an e-list like we do the dogs. I need to call Katie Hobbs, get her on this. Um, I got the idea from a guy on the radio, and he said to e-list homeless. It's going to be a tough sell on TV. I'll tell you right now that there's going to be a lot of people who hear that e-list idea, and they don't hear the benefits. They only hear the bad. It's legit. I was told in rehab, on average, it takes 30 years of being addicted and seven times in rehab before you get it yeah. together. It's a 5% a success rate with a yeah. 92% Huge recidivism. It's massive. But again, you pop in there, and you got the options. If you stop taking the options and you just want to hang around in there, enjoy your 90 days. Squid game, John. It's kind of squid game. Guess it's a little out of mind comfort zone. (laughs) It is. Look, it's an uncomfortable topic. But they keep saying we got to solve this problem. Got to solve this problem. But we're not doing anything different. I solved it. Ironically, it's (laughs) nine (laughs) eleven. That's the time I go to. You're not wrong. How many of these vacant lots stay vacant so they can get the tax benefit from it, rather than repurposing the land? Just saying. It's an actual thing. <laughs> and I guarantee you nobody I guarantee you that euthanization rate would be real low. Because most of these people just need a, a place to like get it together. John, I like it. I'm in. In fact, I like calling it the Toledo program. <laughs> a happy place to drop your unloved ones off. <laughs> Sounds like a new live abortion yeah, program so without the abortion. Right. And you go on a page and you get a list and like this is these are the people on the e list this week and you don't want that picture to look bad. So 
you know, you got your little tie and you're sitting there like, like eh, presentable. I'm like, try it. And that means they're trying. That e-list would be re- like, very rarely used, only in the worst case scenario. This guy wants to make soylent green out of your... Uh, no, you don't make food out of Non-successful <laughs> e-lister. Jesus. <laughs> See, I'm the bad guy, but that's... There's no ideas that are bad ideas except that one. It's like a scared straight program extended. Get your act together. Or else. Or help you. Yeah, I do like the idea Pacifico's uh, pick of the litter. <laughs> hey, look. And, you know, maybe regular folks would be like, we got to help out. So on and, Thursdays you go video dogs. On Fridays you go down to Metro yeah, Center. Go down and, to Metro uh, Center. And go, hey, <laughs> this is Tyrone. He's uh, <laughs> talk to him, Tyrone. I'm sorry, I'm trying. That's he's just trying. He just needs a, he just needs a second. He needs somebody to help him out. I don't want to do no more H. I don't want to live on the roads no more. Yeah, there you go. And then in the Second Chance program is also a guy saying, "What are you good at, Tyrone? Sweeping." Okay. Anybody need somebody to sweep stuff up? This guy will do it. <laughs> and you get their stories out there. Nobody's talking to them. Nobody's getting their stories. What are you good at? Anything else? They're all on their own. Solutions, baby. Final ones. <laughs> yeah, but also, are. much like dogs, wouldn't you have to list medical issues? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's going to cost a little extra to keep that run at the house. He's got a thyroid problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy's got dysplasia. <laughs> Do not forget Tyrone's meds. Right. Dude, you, I guarantee you, euthanize. You'd use maybe three before everybody well, be like, somebody's, right. somebody's got to be the, uh, you know, the pariah. What do you mean? <clears throat> somebody's got to be the oh, sacrificial there'd be a lab. few that probably should go. Yeah. We all know that. Deep down, we all know a few of them probably shouldn't be with us anymore. Uh, Christopher says, easy sell on TV. All we need is Sarah McLaughlin to do a new song, and we're, we're on <laughs> yeah. board. One of them goopy-eyed homeless <laughs> sitting there in a cage just looking at you like, look at him. He needs a second chance. For a dollar a day. For one dollar every day. And he could get that program going, start raising money and helping out. And, you know, that's all it takes. I'm just tired of hearing all this stuff like, we got to do something, we got to do something. And then nothing happens. Nobody's actually doing anything. Got all these empty malls. The Holmberg plan for the homeless and the E-list is gold. And tell me, even the coldest person in the world could look at that E-list thing and be like, man, I got to help. I got to do something. Or you can pay to keep them alive longer. You know? I think more cities are definitely looking into that. My brother-in-law's on a E-list? board. No, basically oh. turning the facilities like malls and stuff that structures are already at to but modify. then what? Yeah. Well, then it's just a landing you're, you're zone. going you're, in the right direction. Now you're cramming, you're, them, something. you're cramming them in somewhere rather than outside. And then we'll just, then that problem will be bigger. Well, government housing has always been. There has to be an end date. There has to be a final time you can you can't just sit there and go this is well that's in perpetuity. right now just straight up yeah. there is an end date then they go in and re-up yeah well re-up and ain't an option here you go out and you try to make your life work you might fall on hard times again we've got a place for you you gotta see some effort Kyle <laughs> pierce is calling it final solution to homelessness and damn it you beat me to it right after i sent it yeah i already said that uh, it's 9.15. Yes, it's a radical plan, but I'm not hearing anything else. They're just scattering them around. They just turned the lights on down at the zone, so you guys can't stay here anymore. Well, where do we go? I don't know. Are they still kicking them out? Because yes. that was big news for like two in, weeks, and now it's well, you they don't kick, hear they, anything of it. In they, groups. They're, they're still down there, but they're not letting them overrun it. They're, no, no, no. So they go in there, and they cleaned it up. And Have then you been it? They've, they've grouped it out. Right, but so they're still there. Sections. Sure. So they're taking sections, and then, yeah. and then they're taking garbage trucks and picking up if you're, you've got till noon. Yeah. And then they just start throwing your stuff away. 
Their way is actually crueler than mine. Then you play a little Kate Bush and it's the... <laughs> Don't give up. Playing the whole time. Yeah. You'd have dentist. You'd have a dentist in there. Like voluntary... Uh, you know, like d- d- dental schools and stuff could work inside that mall and they'd go get their oh. tooth fixed. I know. I wouldn't want to do meth it. mouth? Look, I don't want to do it either. But there are dentists out there that that's what they do. It's a second chance uh, opportunity here. This guy says, uh, Holmberg, I'd like to volunteer for this idea. I'll take care of all the incapacitated females. My girlfriend won't even mind. Sign Nathan. All right, that's enough. That's uh, My ideas cannot be taken seriously. Damn it, my kill the homeless idea was a very serious plan, and you guys have ruined it with jokes. Would Toledo save his dad if he was on the E-list? <laughs> what, what if old Bob Page was up there? Man. <laughs> He's got his little tie, smiling on that sideways, his back's bent with a thumb up. Like all radio promotional Graduated, ready know. to go. That'd be tough. Anyway, just thought I'd throw it out there. This is what I do when, I, when, I have, when I'm on opioids and I have to sit in a chair for 30 hours. It's a good idea. I know you can roll your eyes at it, Katie Hobbs and the rest of the gang, but what are you doing? Coming up with anything? It's a jumping off point, that's for sure. But, but like Brady said, what we'll end up doing is opening a mall, shoving them in there, out of sight, out of mind, and then all of a sudden go, you notice there's a lot of crime around that mall? Nobody's doing a thing. That's why I said Metro Center. Right. You can't get worse. <laughs> metro I mean, Center, how, you'd be how like, how bad's it going to be? Nobody ever says, you just, notice there's a lot more crime around Metro No one's ever said just that. Just a day in the ends and why. <laughs> Your hatred for that area is, <laughs> that sucks. It's it's almost as irrational as hating a font. Uh, we got hot releases coming up. I don't know. I'm just I'm one of those people in the city that cares. I guess that's all. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 It's got legs. Somebody emailed me, and I, and I don't disrespect this. Quit being stupid. The problem is the median price for rent can't be 1100 bucks for a studio apartment. You're right. That's a high price. Now tell me how we get there. Right. I agree. Also the market. It's easy to say, shut up, stupid. It's hard to say, here's an idea. If you tell me a viable idea where the building owner doesn't get killed because we're forcing him to do low rents, meanwhile, the price of his building is through the moon, I'm with you. And if you say the word greedy corporations, I'm out. That can't be a thing. This dude's got a great idea. He's solving two problems. See, look at us problem solving. Says, Holmberg, I love your idea, but change it from an E-date to a D-date. After so much time or a third attempt to get in, the homeless are deported. And you trade one of those uh, homeless Americans for one ambitious Mexican that we got in a cage down there at the border. (laughs) It's a great idea. Now you got two problems solved, the border and homelessness. So forever, Mexico's got to handle the, we'll drop those off in Mexico. This one we've given a three-strikes program. He's going to live in Hermosillo now. Give us your best. Give us your brightest. Oh, man, That's one citizenship. It's a citizenship swap. A dreamer gets citizenship immediately one for everyone that we drop out. One for one. You'd Damn be it. sitting at that border going. This is beautiful. Again, all I'm saying, and I know it's silly, people screaming all the time. And that's why we just talking about it. Brady said, it's, oh, it's all money. It's all about money. They just want to throw money at things. And I think that's why we all turn into Brett's dad and my dad and my mom and sit and scream at the news all day because we've been robbed so long realizing nobody really wants solutions. 
Uh, how many how many years in a row can we hear? Or the, you put together a good program and someone makes money off of right. it. But how many years in a row are we going to hear oh, the homeless problem is bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger? Oh, and we're doing the same things over and over. That's called insanity. It's hard being an idiot genius. I am the dumbest genius you'll ever meet. These ideas are great, and then usually the idiot takes over. E-list, it works for the county, for animals. I'll tell you what, it would keep me out of there, that's for sure. I get on hard times. I'm going to be a little more ambitious if I know i got a 90-day deadline. Ideas, people. Ideas. That's what we're looking for. Uh, and also new ones, too. Uh, it's time now for the hot releases, and they're all over you. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue, Eric's Family BBQ. Right there in Avondale. You want to check it out, ericsfamilybbq.com. Brisket is king. However, uh, I would hop on over there and get that elote. Mmm, street court. Elote. I mean, there's nothing bad. The burger, the, that pack full burger is pretty damn good. Smoked turkey. What was that? Pastrami. pastrami. The pastrami's on my mind. The smoked turkey's incredible. I mean, look, everything they have is incredible. They do catering. They'll do your house. They'll do your party. Hawkins has them out to the house all the time now. For He gets get-togethers and stuff out at his place. Eric makes the haul. Actually, last time Joy went and picked it up, went all the way to Avondale. That's how good it is. Doug basically lives in Albuquerque. He's so far east. And they went and picked up the food. It's phenomenal. And it travels well. He's brought it to my house for Steelers games and stuff. Man, oh, shevitz, is it good. Uh, Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eat, mesquite, repeat. Bringing you some hot releases. Uh, Toledo, you go first. Hit it. All right. Uh, all right. Out on Netflix this week, the big release is Black Mirror Season 6. Yeah. I've tried. I've tried to. I, I like. I like. It's the it. Twilight Zone. A few episodes I've been yeah. a big fan of, and the ones that I haven't have made me forget about it. You don't have it on. Nope. The first question any platform is going to ask is, "What's the hook?" The first step is to recognize that you're not in control of this. Selma Hayek? <laughs> You're not wrong. Oops. Oh, shit. Oops. Hey, Selma. Watch your mouth. Now, looks, and it always is intriguing. And I've seen a couple episodes that are terrible, and it yeah. just turned me it off to the whole me, thing. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek New Wor- Strange New World Season 2. In case you missed it, it's on Paramount+. Plus. Wait, which one is this? This is one of, I don't know, Picard? six different version of Star Star Trek. Strange New Worlds. Oh, no. It's supposed to be all new. That was the host of the show over there. It looks like it's, <laughs> it is. I think that's the guy from Franken. Yeah, so that's where he got to do. It's <laughs> good looking hairdo. Damn fine hair. <laughs> totally Timothy that's him. I'm going to watch Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Is that Timothy Oliphant? Yeah. The feeling that something's in the air. I didn't know he was in a Star Trek. <laughs> Check it out. Our job. We got Rebecca Romaine. Princess no longer Stamos. It's O'Connell. Like she married that fat kid from Stand By Me. On the uh, View now? Jerry O'Connell. Jerry, now he's on one of those girl talk shows. Kangaroo Jack. That's right. That's the one the we one remember him from. Saw, now we right. saw it. <laughs> That's right. Google it, everybody. Uh, speaking of Brady, this is a real for you. thing. Our Planet 2 on Netflix. Wow. It'll be great. You can get this starting tomorrow. Most Zebra. of these are starting tomorrow. Zebra. Gazelle. Seal. Just calling them out, Brady? Is that all you're doing? Leon. Fish. Bear. 
just going to inspire him with Boss Cave. Oh, we're going to get more. Oh, packing Oh, it's amazing. Mosquitoes. Penguin. That would be the hardest thing in the world to watch, Brady, because when I've golfed with him, that's what happens. Oh, monitor. Oh, Chuck Wallace. Settle down. You guys remember the... Harris Hawk. Quit it. You guys remember Quit the... Quit shouting out everything you see, goddammit. Harris Hawk. That's a pileated pike-pecking pecker peck. What's the one? The wood- Red belly sup- sap sucker. No, what's the, the woodpecker you always shout? The pileated something? Pileated. Pileated, that's right. Pileated woodpecker! So Brady, I'm in the middle of a backswing. Uh, you guys remember the Full Monty? Oh, yeah. It's back 25 years later with a series on FX. This was the movie about local guys who did a calendar and yep. then did a strip show yep. the to true raise, story raise money the for cancer. Yeah. 1997 is the one night only. And at the end, they showed their dicks to old ladies. Pretty funny movie, actually. It is. It was. Begbie from uh, Train Spotting. Robert Carlyle. He's great. You could go places if you wanted. You're a dad. I just hope you don't wake up one day and realize what you've missed. You're pregnant. I'm not bloody pregnant. Thank God for that. Are they going to get naked again? I want to see old men getting naked. I don't, know. I don't want to see young men. It's getting, on well. FX. I'd say probably not. But uh, I don't remember if you like this one or not. Season two of The Wonder Years is out. It is actually pretty. It's good. actually really good. Dule Hill. You want some ice cream? It's on the grocery list on the counter. I just wish they had the guts to call it what it is. The Black Wonder Years. Just say it. This is everything I ever dreamed of. Tomorrow on ABC, and you We're can also get it on Hulu. It's very funny, and the, it's very reminiscent of the original Wonder Years in that it makes you feel good. It's a good, it's really good, and it's relatable. It's not just you know. And then the other uh, big film out on Netflix this week is Extraction Two. Good day, mate. How are you? I walked the streets for days with my huge muscles. Would you survived? This wasn't a bad movie. Netflix. No, was yeah. it? Have you seen it? Yeah, the yeah. first one. Just yeah. have to find out why. Oh. oh, yeah, this is two. I never even heard of the first one. You'll have to go catch up. I'm sure you won't miss a thing. Does he say anything? That dude hasn't had a bad day in his life. Nope. He lifted like. He lifted like Two soda cans and his arms exploded into the greatest arms of all time. His body's perfect. And didn't he... His face that, is fantastic. That series the ahead before where he's doing all these extreme things. Didn't oh, he the discover Disney one? he has like a, yeah, he's got the a limited all, time. Alzheimer's. So he's trying to rush everything. Yeah. That's a dude that I think all dudes would be like, you know, if he came up and he said, good eye, mate. Would you like to... You'd like to suck this thing? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to do that. There's a pretty funny uh, Netflix promo. <laughs> I think it was on last night during the basketball, but it's uh, he and Schwarzenegger are sharing an elevator, and they're talking about their programs. Oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, if Chris Hemsworth asked, if you blew Chris Hemsworth, would you brag about it? Hell, yeah, I would. I'd tell everyone. <laughs> would you? <laughs> I think you'd cry. No, I'd keep it to myself. That's why he's asked me. Well, no, no, no. He's oh. not. He doesn't care. I thought that was the old camp. Would you hey, come in the next you, uh, day and go, guys, guess what? No, it's not a joke. I'm just asking for realsies. No, I'd keep that to myself. Would you? I'd yeah. be telling everybody. Guess what I did yesterday? Was it? I had videos and pictures. Yeah. My new show, Fuba. Oh, I love this show. Yeah, this is just when he starts doing his catchphrase. This is pretty fun. It's great. I love this show. Hi, Arnold, why don't we tangle up in a 69? 
<laughs> that sounds amazing. I would do that. I get you back. Is that it? That's it for me. All right. Brett, what do you got? All right. On the music side, we have uh, Joel Hoekstra's 13, uh, guitar player for White Snake. He oh. was with Night Ranger. He's oh, made no. the rounds. Uh, this is Torn into Lies. Is he singing? I don't think so. He's so good, none of them kept him. Yeah. Is he? Uh, He's currently with White Snake. He's not the original White Snake. No, no. Yeah, I was going to say. Hoekstra. Maybe he is the singer. I don't even know. The tr- drummer looks like he's 90. <laughs> Would be nice to be heard and seen. Jeff Morgret? <laughs> That's our guy, Jeff. I can say to myself and just play that it's all the dream. That is ancient. <laughs> all right, so you get that. Wow, uh, that this, is an old man. This is Vulture Industries' New Lords of Light. Oh. An old, this looks cool already. Just the video just looks like an old black and white horror movie. Are they a gimmick band? Are those masks? No, I don't think so. No, that's a guy's face. Jeez, poor fella. They're not new either. No. They're coming out of nowhere. Hitchcock on the drums. I'm so kidding. interesting i don't normally get into bands who got their first record deal at the age of 53 but that's pretty good uh steve lukather toto he played guitar pretty much yeah. did everything on thriller i mean he's played on everything steely dan he's been on everything he's got a slow album out uh when i see you again is anyone young taking on instruments that ever we done with that i think we're done with that why should i brought this ai out there <laughs> That's true. AI hey, will do it. What do we think? That's true. This wasn't the dude that was with Toto, was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He's played on everybody's stuff. He's like the go-to guy. As Jay Ackerman was just talking to me about this up at the Attack of the Black. Did you really think this was it? Do you really believe that someone is? Lemmy, Long Lost Brothers. That's very dated, but it's not yeah. terrible. Sounds old. Uh, how about Killer Mike? Yes. Nice. I love Killer Mike. Don't Let the Devil. That's it. Oh. Featuring Thank You Good Sir. This isn't going to fall into our category. I don't know. Right. So we got to be careful. I love Killer Mike. The product of many cruel summers And the description was fitting They say it's two gunners Slap chickpeas out your cheek Into your true hummus Left the scene to Hellcat scream Cause we don't do Hondas But we do Billy Hondas Taking your baby mama She hostage me in the homage She kiss it to pay me homage She work it like I deserve it She move like the perfect pervert They say Mississippi burning I'm sipping, serve, eating, sherbet He's gonna run the jewels too, right? Yeah, or, yeah okay, yeah Love Killer Mike uh, This is Deer Tick Alright Another reason I'm playing this 
Uh, this is forgiving ties. <laughs> I don't even know if it's good. I just took a good one. It's a Huff reference. Yeah. There's a guy we know named Huff who calls women deer ticks with certain parts of their body. Yeah. She got deer ticks on her. <laughs> Thanks. That's his way of saying he doesn't approve of yes. the girl you're dating. She looks like she got deer ticks on her. <laughs> Deer Tick, the band, looks a little bit like a bunch of guys from a mental institution. Or the guys from IT. Or, yeah, it's IT kids in the hall. This is too happy for me. I'm not a fan of that. All right. And uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Their album finally drops. Oh, it this did. is uh, emo- Emotion Sickness. I love the song Emotion Sickness. This is the first song you that came off this. It sounded like David Bowie. Yeah. If he wrote a song today. I'm gonna be in the mood to listen yeah. to Queens of the Stone uh, I think Age. Awesome. It's very Queens of the Stone yeah. Age, but it's that song gets going. It's great. I want the whole album. That'll bring us to N word or F word. Okay. We have Nicki Minaj with Drake and Lil Wayne. Who Truffle butter. Did, Ooh. Oh, Truffle butter. This Brett introduced yeah, me to this yes. song about ten I think years it ago. Been you last week. Okay. No, no. Brady's on a streak. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, Brady's, Brady's been on a streak. All right, Brady, go ahead. I'm gonna go with a uh, friendly N word. You were the last to win before me. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go mean N word. Damn it. Almost positive this is an N-word. Yeah, 100%. We can double up, right? No. They've left me in third place. I'm in third base. I got no options. I'm going to have to go uh, angry F-word. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm about to talk and blunt and stay in blunt and pretty women. Are you here? Are you here right now, huh? We should all disappear right now. Look, you're getting all your friends and you're getting in the car and you're coming to the house. Are we clear right now, huh? You see the fleet, all the new things. Cop cars with the loose chains. All white like a moon thing. Make her see me rolling. Hey, oh, no, did I, I didn't hear it. Did I hear it? I didn't even hear it. Friendly. It was a friendly end. Jesus, Brady's on right, fire. If you're going to do Nicki Minaj, can we get her some Yeah, more? I didn't hear it. Oh yeah, I, I could replay yeah. it. I no, mean, no, I've heard it before. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm familiar with it. Here, so. I can pull up the lyrics. It's 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 right here. Right oh no, it. I'm not. I'm not denying it. Yeah. Oh, and it was one line before mother. Yeah, you would have had it on the next it. line. Next line is mine. Brady, N word by a nose. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shoot. <laughs> That was a close one. (laughs) Darn it. Had that one. Anywho, uh, there you go. Well, those are your hot releases. They're brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ and Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eat mesquite repeat. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. It's 10 o'clock on the dot, everybody. How about that? We ain't done yet. Everybody else seems to be, we but we're still yet. here. That's right. Yeah, the other shows are driving away. I'm like, how's this happening? We've been here the longest. And we start before they, they do. do? <laughs> how, how come I think, what kind of deal? Yeah, they get started. People start after. You know, Ski Mask got to show up to work late for 14 months yeah. before anybody said anything. 14 months. I didn't be here that long. It's because we care, god damn it. 
an old horse doing old horse stuff. All right. Anyway, well, I'm I'm not uh, mad at you. A little envious. I'm not going to lie. When I see other morning shows pulling out of the parking lot at nine thirty, I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's the problem. I got the view. Yeah. So I'm the old man looking out his window. Hey, where are these kids going? <laughs> where are they always leaving? Where they get out of here? How come I got to stay? God damn it. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Can't wait to get back in there my own self with my tricep waking up this morning from my surgery. That was fantastic. Still have zero bicep action, which is really weird. But once that thing pops back together, forget about it. I'm going to be heading up there doing all sorts of stuff. But you say, John, healing takes time. You're right. And uh, I've done my left shoulder already, doing my right shoulder now. Uh, last time I did my left shoulder, went up there, and the gang up there at React Defense had a plan for me. Because guess what? When it comes to self-defense, nobody on the nobody on the street gives a flying F about what current condition you're in. They look at you as a victim, especially right now. I had a dude at the gas station the other day. He got a little wonky with me because he was pulling in, and I pulled in behind him from the center lane because he was quarter paneling me the whole way. I was trying to slow down to get behind him, and he just like stopped. So I'm like, all right, I'll just wait. He turned in, I turned in right behind him. I get to the pump, and he goes, what was that all about? I'm like, oh, I, you know, I meant to get behind you, and kind of overshot it so i was letting you go ahead i mean nobody on the road that was dangerous all right it wasn't we're good he just stood there didn't pump gas didn't do nothing just staring and all i thought was all right buckle up buttercup here we go lefty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just went through my mind where i fought this old guy around the parking lot all day and I, you know i just it's waited like for that it. movie where they have different scenarios yeah, oh, back that, the yeah. yeah, rips the dude and who, two. Oh, and, in my brain, I was yeah. tearing him apart with one arm. But I'm like, all right, what do I have as a weapon in case? Because he was behind me, and I didn't want to look and eyeball him. Like, what? You know, I'm not going to do that. But I kept my eye on him, and I'm waiting. I got one good arm. I'm in a sling. This guy might look at me as an easy mark. And I slapped him silly, I would have. But, you know, you never know. So it was in my brain, and that's not necessarily... Some he didn't start anything. I certainly didn't escalate the situation, but these are all things I learned. In the past, I'd have probably turned and go, what's your problem? Ass face. No and the next thing, yeah, next thing you know, this guy and I are in a one-arm scuffle in the middle of the old Chevron, and that's no good either. You want to try to avoid these situations. That's the best part of self-defense. Avoidance. Uh, de-escalation, and that's what you're trying to do. I got an email from a lady said the other day, my kid's going off to college. I, we bought her a gun. Good. Does she know what she's doing with her? Get her some classes. Get her some retention stuff. Think that that is a good idea if she knows how to use one. Just give her the gift. Yeah, that'll keep her safe. No <laughs> no bad can come of this. Uh, self-defense is an art form. It is a mentality, and they teach you all that stuff at reactdefense.com. Because I've been talking about sending your kids off to college. One lady's like, I did it. You're right. We were worried. We bought her a weapon. Well, get her some tools in her brain, too. That's the best thing you can give her is the gift of knowledge. And they'll teach it to you. ReactDefense.com is up there in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. It's in Chandler. It's all over. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Pat Sajak is retiring as the host of Wheel of Fortune. The upcoming season in September will be his last. Uh, uh, breaking hearts. And he'll serve as consultant for three years. Gonna, that's just him getting a payday, which is great. Think they're, and they're keeping it that way. So and smart, like because you know what? If Pat's around, you know, looming over the next host, no, nothing feels better than taking the job from somebody and he sticks around. I forgot he took over in 1983. Yeah. Chuck Woolery, Woolery was, the, was the host yeah. for the first You know who years. the daytime host was, right? For about three years. I'll give you a hint. He played NFL football. It was, I think it was like 1984. San Diego Chargers. 
Rosie Greer? <laughs> no, nope. Oh, he okay. just held Kennedy's oh. head while he bled out. Different, different, different <laughs> wheel. <laughs> nope, it was kicker for the San Diego Chargers, Rolf, Rolf Bonerska. That's right. Who did a good job, but his name was Rolf Bonerska. And it just isn't an inviting. It sounds like you just threw up. Is Vanna going to bounce too, or is she staying? Vanna needs to go. Well, I, I think Sajak's daughter's going to do it, and she's a okay. smoke show. Really? Sajak's daughter's, and when Vanna doesn't feel well or has osteoporosis kicking in or some old lady thing, uh, Pat's daughter does it, and she's solid. Yeah, I can't remember oh. if she announced her retirement. She can't stick around. Maybe we'll hear today. Yeah, she had Sajak's no idea daughter. what was going on. Sajak's daughter is a towering uh, smoke stack of just absolute heat. <laughs> He's yeah, 76. Vanna. Yeah, Vanna's got to go. Vanna looks like... Uh, How old is she now? Roddy McDowell's mask in the first Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Bright Eyes is uh, 73. Bright Eyes is up there. And, hey, for 73, she, that's getting yeah, it done. That's my guess. But I'm, all right, let's look. But it's time to let it go. What's Pat's daughter's name? Molly or something Patricia. like that? Uh, Maggie. Maggie, that's right. I, I watched a lot of Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. 66. 66. I was off. It's only 66. Now, now she doesn't look so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I John Golden first. <laughs> Treat Williams. Uh, this is a big one to me. Killed in a motorcycle accident. He played D.B. Cooper in the movie I loved about D.B. Cooper. He was uh, the guy from Hair, which I thought the, the original movie in like 1980 of Hair was phenomenal. And he was the main guy. With Piscopo? Piscopo was not in, in hair. Dead Heat. Oh, and I was going to say. did not do hair. <laughs> when he was all jacked up. I remember Dead Heat. You, you don't you mean, No, you mentioned B-Sides. That's not a good movie. There's a buddy cop pick. Nah, it's not good. Piscopo of vehicles, not memorable, Brady. Okay, you probably watched him in Everwood, his most recent. Everwood was a TV show I didn't watch, but he was on it for, that's been on for a long time. Uh, he's done, he's done 2002, a lot. 2002. 2006. I actually thought he was older than he was, though. So to be did honest I. With you, just because he's been around forever. Yeah. And he's been in everything. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s, that dude popped up all over. Some Hallmark movies. Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Missed that one. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. But it was a motorcycle accident where somebody just turned in front of him, right? Yeah. It's like it just cut a, him off. And he was wearing a helmet and everything. Yeah. It just, but it was bad. Yeah. Here are some TV shows that affect your mood. According to a poll, 2,000 people. 81% said their mood influences uh, what they watch. The happiest shows, Modern Family, Friends, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, all around 60%. The most nostalgic shows, Friends, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Seinfeld. Okay. The most stressful shows, Breaking Bad. The Office. Grey's Anatomy. Ozark. The uh, the office makes me stress out because they're simple problems that Michael Scott makes so much worse. That if you ever want to feel wildly uncomfortable, simply watch the office episode of uh, Scott's Tots, where ten years earlier he had promised a bunch of inner city kids he'd pay for their college, and then it, the the bill came due in ten years. And they invited him to the school, and he's like, he thought it was just a hollow thing, and they built like shrines to him and stuff and he had to go tell him he doesn't have any money it is it, it your gut will turn the whole time they're singing songs to him and stuff it's so funny taylor swift's eras tour will generate 4.6 billion in local spending i mean she has turned her boring songs and her boring face and her boring show 
I, I got to give it to her. I, I, my finger is way off the pulse on the Taylor Swift thing. I think she's good. That's as far as I want to take it. Yeah. She's a six out of ten to me in every avenue. Here's a little fun fact about Free Willy, the original movie. Um, the director says he used a rocket launcher with an attached animatronic whale to create the climactic finale when Willy becomes free. He just he launched. Jumped. He launched yeah. the whale. Who's cool. a Oh, that's all it was? It wasn't even... Launcher. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it was like uh, Elon Musk whale. Just up and down. Yeah. Interesting. Except it didn't land in the same spot. Right. Well, it wasn't supposed to. They could have made him do it. Came close. Neat. All right, that's it. Tuesday's in the books. And that was a Zoomer, guys. We flew through it. Not as fast as the other morning shows are already home, for Christ's sake. I don't know how they did that. I'm jealous. Excellent work. Hair product runs out. I guess so. Hours. That's our problem. We don't, we, don't, crimping. we don't get up at three to do our hair. That's the issue. <laughs> All the other shows have hair. Screw you, Brett. Oh. Yeah, you got a hat. Uh, it's 10.09. Larry McFeely's coming up next. He's got more chances for you to win three grand from his excellent adventures in local uh, or, uh, Valley Toyota dealers. That's how you do it with Larry and Toyota. Walk out with 3000 bucks. Listen to Larry. Find out how you can participate in about 50 minutes and nine seconds. That's it for us. We will see you tomorrow for your last chance to win the Man Cave Upgrade. Uh, good luck. One more qualifier. If your phone rings today and it's Toledo, answer it. I know normally that would be something you wouldn't do. <laughs> do not. <laughs> but today, answer. Do. Normally he's not. It, normally he's asking for money or something. Not today. He's giving you things. So yeah, you'll go to sleep fast. <laughs> but you're going to get all the info you need. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning sickness. So long. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.